Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right before they say Simply Resistible Well, anyway, this is James Bonding. I'm Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra. And we are in a coming to you from a special state with our guest today. Just, I don't know if there's anyone more lovable. James, James Bladen. Welcome. Wow. With that introduction. Thank you, guys. I haven't seen you since you stole the show at Matt's wedding. I mean. Oh. Yeah. So, right. wow. James Thanks for doing that. Efficient. We're all going to remember you more than them. <laughs> I certainly do. <laughs> um, James was also, you might remember him, as uh, one of the two guests for Octopussy Strong, <laughs> that right. episode. It was something like three hours the people still... I still get Twitter yeah, alerts yeah, about that. Fantastic. Yeah. Hashtag Octopussy Strong. Well, that will go away once it once they jump behind the paywall. Well, that will be like, the stitchers. Get them while you can. Yeah, I know. Get them while still, you can, They're everybody. still not behind the paywall. That's great. Yeah. Let's not remind them to do that. No. I don't. <laughs> Honestly, we Let's, don't. But remind our listeners to get those episodes yeah download them please uh if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like i don't have the entire back catalog go get it and no guarantee by the time this comes out because we record about a week and a half early yeah they will be there but but i want to say uh get it and also get that episode the first episode which is zero 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 because i feel like somehow in the catalog of james bond episodes according to earwolf that episode doesn't exist (laughs) Which episode? We did a we did a zero 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 episode in the very beginning. In the oh yes, the very I remember we did episode. it the same night. Yeah, we recorded before Paul came. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So and we went and ate at that place across the street from Nerdist. Chibo, right? Maybe. Yeah, but, I don't remember that. And don't you remember? And someone came in there, like Fred Durst or someone came in. Oh my god, I remember the Fred Durst sighting. Yeah. Wow. That's when we knew that our uh, podcast was going to be blessed and ordained by God. <laughs> I will say, he had a lovely backwards baseball cap on that evening. Fred I remember Durst. it being great, hmm. gray. It was dark gray, right? I was like, oh, this is a dressier Fred Durst than I've known. It's not the bright red hat we've all been used to. Well, he was mourning. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, mourning, it's Saturday morning. So yeah, I right. went a different way with that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I'm personally glad that we're doing this this is a welcome relief we've all i think well at least matt and i have had long 
weeks have been a long couple of weeks yeah lots of stuff going on and yep. and and this rather than a chore to do in the face of strife is actually a welcome outlet it so. is a welcome outlet i will say that matt and i both will have our phones uh, available to us in case any members of the families need us for anything <laughs> right now well, that's of, right i'm i'm stand hurt. ready to take over if you guys need to leave <laughs> <laughs> great i'm gone uh but what we are doing today is another ranking episode. We've done this before with the Bond songs, and we even ranked Roger Moore's films within his tribute episode. Today we're going to be ranking the pre-title sequences, and it turned out to be a lot more difficult than I would have thought. Uh, there turned out to be a lot more pre-title sequences than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, some are almost split in two. You know, it is crazy to think yeah. about the fact that the the catalog just gets bigger there's always mm-hmm. more things that you have to remember like i forgot about specter's cold open i was like oh yeah my list is not done and i looked at the i have all the movies on my computer um and when i downloaded that when i got them all um the last one out was quantum of solace so that I don't have Skyfall on my computer. Oh, I, I see don't what you're have saying. on my yeah. computer. Yeah. Well, just it's goes time. to show you how long. That should just be an automatic Mac update. Yeah, it like should come with it. There's a new James Bond film ready to download. download like when they now. gave everybody that U2 album on Remind the iPhone. Remind me later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that still comes up when I'm shuffling. That, right. That <laughs> yeah. thing will not go away, will it? <laughs> just like, what? What? I don't remember. Oh, yes. The ill the ill gotten U2 album. It's, yeah, it's like the audio fluoride that's in your. <laughs> <laughs> the government forces it on you. I uh, see that we're all here with our lists. Yes. And I, here's what I say. We do also the same thing we did with the songs, and that is we won't count Never Say Never in the 24 film rankings, but do mention where it comes in. So take a minute to think about where that falls in your list. <laughs> Remind me of that one again? Yeah. That's where he does that training. He's oh, attacking yeah. that yep. like vacant yep. building and... He succeeds, and he throws that little noise frisbee and the flash bomb, and then he's rescuing the girl, and she stabs him, and then you realize it's a training mission. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of, a lot right. of that in these yeah. cold opens. Uh, yeah. All right. So, and we're also we have some qualifications here because not every movie has a cold open. For instance, Doctor No existed before cold opens existed. Isn't that the only one? Um, yes. Yeah. So for Doctor No. Are we cool with counting the assassination of Strangways and his secretary? Because then it kind of ends on the shot of the folder Dr. No and then cuts to meet James Bond. Right, and that would essentially be, had the franchise existed before that point, that would have been the cold open. Yeah, good. I think so. Well, this summit is underway. (laughs) Soundly underway, gentlemen. And I, for one, am agog to see what wins. So uh, the way we rank this, the patented James Bonding method of ranking, is we will each... uh, start with our lowest picked and we will not discuss said cold open until all three of us have mentioned it mm-hmm. okay just so i understand so yes. we each say it yeah. without giving any opinion about it right correct then we then we open the floodgates yeah. whenever one has been mentioned three times so we will list and then finally when let's say tomorrow never dies because that'll be first because it's a shitty cold open yeah uh i'm oh, sorry <laughs> You're Someone not editorializing, are you? Wrong. <laughs> uh, when that one is mentioned by all three of us, then we stop and talk about it. It's like Beetlejuice. If we say Beetlejuice gotcha. three yeah. times, it appears in conversation. We okay, yeah. so someone keeps yes. track of how often things have been mentioned. I will. Yeah, I can right. handle that. All right. So, really James, 
Uh, is there anything else we need to cover before we get into this? Because I feel like we'll have a lot to discuss throughout. Can I just say a quick caveat? Sure. Yes. In that I am not as familiar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with all of these as you guys, so I may offend you or your listeners. No. No one is offended. I may be no. wrong. We have a new slogan here this season, and that's we're lovers, not experts, and you're entitled to your opinion, and so are the listeners. You can't hate anyone for that. Also, listeners, you should know that we didn't even know if we were going to be able to tape an episode this week due to many reasons, mm-hmm. and we threw it together last minute. So this man, James Bladen, valiantly stepped in last minute to handle this. Like, literally two hours ago, He's I He's like 007 him. taking over for 003 or 6. Yeah. Right, yeah. Or others that have died. But I also know James, and he's probably being a little um, humble. He knows his bond pretty well, so hit him hard. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, if during the podcast you look over and you think I'm dead, (laughs) it's probably an imposter. (laughs) Slam him soups hard on Twitter. Well, James, you're the guest, so why don't you start us off with your worst pre-title sequence? Well, I feel honored, and I feel like I'm already going to cause controversy, Mm -hmm. but... This one, I don't even, I'm not even sure I know what it is, so that's why I put it last. <laughs> <laughs> I put Die Another Day. Mm. Ah. That's my first. That's a sound choice. That is, a, that is an excellent choice. That occurs, uh, well, we'll not talk about that's it right. until we're mentioning all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, Matt, I will go second. Okay. And uh, I'm going to have to say that it is, you only live twice for me. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. I, I, we'll talk about it. Wow. Eventually. Wow. All right. For me, at number 24, I'm going with the man with the golden gun. Ooh. And now, if sound. you're freaking out at home going, what? Like I just did over You Only Live Twice, we'll explain our reasons. It's not, <laughs> this, is, this was not like willy-nilly that I wrote these things down or my, my comrades here. I'm not <laughs> Russian, I swear. But We're we not. have our reasons. Uh, okay, so James. Okay, <clears throat> back to James. so for twenty three, I have uh, the world is not enough. Ah, okay, all right, <laughs> interesting here. I, okay. I, I really appreciate your trying. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate your wrongness, <laughs> your astute outlook. Uh, twenty three for me is the man with the golden gun. Mm. Okay, so we've got we've got two there. This is very first number two are on What's the board. Happening? Number two are mm-hmm. number twenty three for me. Tomorrow never dies. You are fucking retarded. What? It's <laughs> crazy. We might never get to talk about a single cold opening here. I feel like we're going to be so all over the place. They're all going to come at the end. All right, all right, all right. James. We'll okay. Twenty-two. I have our on the cusp questionable uh, Doctor No. Sure. Okay. Just that makes, because that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, I am actually writing down Doctor No right now because I forgot to include it in the list. Holy Uh-oh. shit! What did you have? You didn't number them. That's why you didn't know you were missing one. I know. <laughs> Matt, it's the only one. It's the only Matt, one. I'm telling your wolf. Don't please. Okay. Don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mister Ackerman. <laughs> Uh, he listens to every single Earwolf podcast before it goes out. I know That's he's right. vigilant. He's yeah. a vigilant uh, founder. You know, That's right? Okay, so number twenty-two. Yes, number twenty-two, and we're not. We're never saying ever again. Is not included. It would have been not, here for we'll, me. We'll mention where it goes in. Oh, 
You well, would have it at 22. I would have it at 22. Okay. Because mm. I think there are other training sequences that occur in the James Bond franchise in Cold Opens that are better than that. Okay. Namely, three of them. Uh, so number 22 for me, I'm going to have to go with View to a Kill. <laughs> and again... Who farted? I would love to discuss this now, but I, we can't. No. That's the problem. Right, yeah. That's the fucking problem. It's hard. You can't defend yourself with the Beetlejuice ranking system. Yeah, you can't defend yourself when you say things like "view to a kill," (laughs) and then I say things like "tomorrow never dies." It doesn't even need a defense. So I understand where you're coming from. That's tough for you. (laughs) I'm glad I'm literally sitting in between you two. (laughs) Well, you're really you're our buffer. You're you're our yeah. Yeah. Normally, Matt and I get along quite well, but I can see this is going to be contentious. There's some, you know, there's some Brosnan love that exists on one side of this table. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Number twenty-two for me. Diamonds are forever. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I think I think you're close on that, but we'll discuss. All right. Okay, twenty-one for me might be a little controversial it's live and let die yeah i understand where you're coming from on that. Mm. I, I disagree okay. but i do we'll, we'll I talk do about understand it. that yeah okay number 21 for me is on her majesty's secret mm. service wow these are all over the board we've never done a ranking this far and not discussed a, a and not gotten yet. three before we've only done one ranking <laughs> <laughs> all right 21 for me Die Another Day, which puts the second number two on the board. Yeah, second nail in that The coffin. Man with the Golden Gun and Die Another Day, both at two. Mm-hmm. So, okay. mm-hmm. All right. 20 for me is Moonraker. Interesting. Okay. First on the board for Moonraker, first uh-huh. on the board. Uh, 20 for me, The World is Not Enough. Mm. That's two. And I will mention two of the three that have two are, are Brosnan. How dare you? I think I know where they're coming from. Okay. <laughs> Number 20 for me, Spectre. Sure. Spectre. Yeah. Spectre. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 19 for me is The Man with the Golden Gun. That oh, is our first got a triple. discussion topic, ladies and gentlemen. The Man with the Golden Gun. Let's open it up. I was the first. I have it at the very bottom of my list. He's got right. a powerful weapon. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, for me, it had potential. A funhouse, it's something that hadn't really quite been done. It's some ways similar to From Russia with Love, sneaking around yeah. on, in a villain's sort of uh, Like a training. Layer. Yeah. But it really lacks suspense when your person you're kind of supposed to be rooting for is either the villain or a mobster and it's just kind of like the production values seem a little down and i don't know and they're faceless sort of like who yeah exactly there's nothing to it yeah yeah the guy has sort of character actor written all over him so you know (laughs) that's who he was you know that he's going to die veteran of two bond films that guy too oh um and then you've got you know People relaxing on the beach, <laughs> which I do love that part. <laughs> well, you're meeting the characters, it does have knickknack Tabasco. Yeah, which, in all honesty, is what prevented this from being ranked much lower for me. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that. 
It almost bumped it up a point for me. Knickknack Tabasco Giga oh, it Dog. It literally bump. bumped it up two points. <laughs> two me. points. Two yeah, full points. Two full movies for me. I like that they're drinking. Uh, what are they having? Um, uh, black velvets or what do you call them? Those Guinness and uh, champagnes. What are they called? Oh, what are those? That I don't sounds know. Delicious. Uh, a black and tan. <laughs> would you? Oh, black and tan. Go with me tonight to get a couple of those. I would. That sounds amazing. I wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but we see Christopher Lee. We see his third nipple. Everything's everything's going great. Right. But it's right. not. I for my cold open for my Bond cold opens. I guess we can sort of talk about the criteria for which we're selecting these things. Yeah. Um, I, 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 when it's related to the mission that we're going to see, I don't like it as much. I mm. prefer, and it's something that really wasn't done very often, but I prefer something that's like seemingly unrelated to it. Yeah, I do too. Right. Um, I like to see James Bond in it. And by that, I mean, I don't like to see a guy I think is James Bond in it. Even though it is the guy playing James Bond, who's not James Bond. Right. That was another thing. The mannequins, like the mobsters, like they're real men who can't stop shaking. <laughs> it's just, it just seems like it was all shot in a day. Do you feel like they, yeah. they should have just gone to Madame Tussauds and like grabbed yes, some old yes. Hollywood stars? Yeah. Definitely. Well, they're, they're really setting up. I mean, obviously, Roger Moore is the last one you see, right? And it's yeah. him heavily made up yeah. in a frozen pose, and he's the mannequin. But obviously, that's setting up the end when he passes for the mannequin. So he, the mannequin has to look... Yeah, and as I real do as like possible. That setup, if you're going to bring logic can, into this, well, sir, you could show yourself out. <laughs> I, I do like that setup. I mean, it's a it's a long mm-hmm. con, but um, it's a big payoff. I, I will give special points, even though it's last on my list, for the honky tonk piano version of "Man with the Golden Gun." Right. Oh, that Playing is it. worked into the to the little western yeah. section of the funhouse. I yeah. believe that's been described as our favorite bit of music from all of the james bond it is canon. mine probably yeah wow i love it we used to put it at the end of super ego shows too because it's like tack piano yeah it's a great have you tried playing it on a largo piano me personally i yeah. can't play that oh i don't know who am i john barry he's the only <laughs> man that could i wouldn't soil that they have the tax yeah on the largo piano yeah anyway mm-hmm well, there you have it. Number 24, The Man with the Golden Gun. Okay. Pre-title sequence. Yeah. No screw. What? Uh, so, last one to mention it was James. Yes. Right. So, it's, then it goes to you, me. Matt. And we are at number 20? Uh, <laughs> 19, I believe. 18. Mm. No, 19. Sorry. Yeah, 19. 19. Ah, Diamonds Are Forever. That's two for Diamonds two Are for diamonds. Forever. Well, guys, it's time to have another discussion. And what we're going to talk about is my choice, number 19, The World is Not Enough. Oh, it is 21 minutes long. Wow. And was not planned that way. The boat chase was originally going to be after the opening titles, Mm -hmm. but then they felt the, the cigar thing... That the whole sequence in the Swiss bank is that what it is? I can't remember. It's it starts at, with that, right? Yeah, yeah that was going to be it. They're in they're in the Swiss bank office. He's got a lovely brief, briefcase. He, I mean, it's the only time I've seen um, blinds save the day. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't use cool gadgets. With the longest cord. He doesn't. Yeah, what he does is he sees that the blinds are pretty long. He's like, oh, these are large windows. Uh, he then removes the cord that holds the blinds together, 
which is from my memory four stories long four or six stories <laughs> something i don't know yeah uh longer than a hundred feet over a hundred feet of blind uh cabling cord cordage yeah i don't know why he didn't have his q issued grappling belt with him i don't know why he didn't shoot Ski his way down. out of there yeah i mean there's so many things he could have done um the cigar thing i felt like okay we're what's the cigar thing uh he's handed cigars by the lady and i and i felt like it was too much of a nod to like monica Lewinsky, like that so 90s of it um and the then he gets in a white bronco and goes the first sighting of (laughs) a speed chase the first sighting of a of a frank geary building in a bond movie the the museum in in in, uh, balboa spain um but then it just does not end uh, and there are some thrilling things in that boat chase. Also, by the way, it's not a mission he should be on. What is the mission? Yeah, the I mission mean... is to get back King's ransom money. Uh-huh. Do you remember? No. And then the money is scanned at at MI6. Right. And it's like $250 million or something like that. Which I get it is a pretty big crime. Sure. But to send in someone licensed to kill who normally is stopping the threat of nuclear war to go save an oil baron's 250 million dollars yeah i think is is you've already lost me yeah and so frankly has this opening sequence (laughs) now the 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 nature of these ranking episodes is that we get a little bit of our uh, gripes and moans out with the early ones we're going to get to some love but this one is rough it does go long it ends with brosnan's worst example of hurt acting i disagree I think it's the only time with which it made sense. Well, I will say maybe you're right, because when he's in that torture chair later in this movie, maybe his worst sure. hurt acting. But, I mean, it is a plot point that he is supposed to have ripped apart his shoulder. Yeah. Still. It's a plot point. He fucks a doctor. Now who's bringing logic into it? <laughs> <laughs> Please show yourself the door. You guys, we all have I'll go. three logic strikes we're allowed to make during this podcast. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Logic strikes. So far, one, one, zero. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Use them wisely, Matt. Thank Use God them logic wisely. is not my strong suit. <laughs> well, I know we'll have more to talk about as these get better, but is there anything else we need to cover on this one? I think There's the tie straightening so underwater. The tie straightening underwater, which... I think yeah. you can't do because he's already done it in the tank chase and it was done well. Yes. And here it's a little bit like, look how cute we are. We're doing it again. And it, it is funny, but it's to me it's one tie too far. You know. What do you think of Q's fishing boat for his retirement? That's his fishing boat. That's what he says. Yes. Yeah, I watched some of these this morning. This morning, some is by memory. I don't remember. Oh God, that's his fishing boat. Imagine Q running that thing at full speed. <laughs> but I will say this if he fell off his hands are flotation devices <laughs> but we're not going to know how big his hands are until we cover the movie that's right I want no official rating scale on his hands it. yet did you yeah. see the screenshot someone sent us of his hands from View to a Kill yes yeah I think did I I, I feel know. like you said well this has already been out but you gave it a golden eye minus two right I think so but I, I will that screenshot where he's holding the microchip it looks like it's a golden eye take a look at golden eye again <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. I mean, All right. stay puffed. All right. Those things are huge. That's fair. Uh, who knows what they're like all the way into to the world is not enough. We could be seeing something even. That's, I mean, 100 Hamburger accurate. helper. Uh, <laughs> hamburger <laughs> helper. Okay. So the next. 18? Yeah. Cold open. Uh, 18, yes. Okay. For 18, I have. This is exciting. It's getting exciting. It's I'm getting just good. Saying, I needed this. We're going to start talking, everybody. Yeah. Tomorrow never dies. You fuck. What? I'm sorry. That's two for tomorrow <laughs> never dies. That's exciting. Okay. I feel like you'll forgive Matt for some of these, but not me. <laughs> he doesn't forgive me for these. <laughs> James, you're you're entitled to your opinion. This 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 gentleman, on the other hand, I've spent the better part of I'm entitled to my facts. I've spent the better part of five years trying to convince him of Pierce Brosnan's greatness and it has not worked. It has not worked. <laughs> Although the next film up for us is Tomorrow Never Dies, so I'm, I'm Which going was to his it. choice. Yeah, it was mine. Uh, I just want to... I'm curious. 18, okay. correct? We're at 18? 18. 18. Uh, Moonraker. Two for Moonraker. Uh-oh. Wow. Okay. 18 for me, first time on board, Thunderball. Ooh. Mm. Wow. That's interesting, and I look forward to discussing. Yeah, we'll have a lot to say. You know what's going to be interesting discussions is when we're really split, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because already one of them I can't understand that I've heard from you two. I'm oh, not oh. Say, I'm not going to well, say what okay. it is. The interesting thing about your system, if I could pat you both on the back, is that we're not talking about them in necessarily in terms of all the worst. It's the ones that we first agree on. Yeah. Average. So it kind of can skip around. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful ranking system. It really is. It is. And it was it's, developed by Matt. I yeah. Believe. It, it's true. And it's the it ends up being the average ranking of the three exactly. of us. Yeah. So ultimately, you're not getting one person's opinion. You're getting a podcast. The aggregate. Opinion. The aggregate, yeah. yes. 538, are you listening? <laughs> How do we get... I love those guys. How do we get on the 538? Well, I just want... I don't you know. want I Nate want, Silver on this? Yes. To discuss what? <laughs> I want them all on this. The probability yeah. of what? I want what? like them to come to me. Walt Hickey, listen to this, because he's their entertainment numbers guy. Start doing some James Bond stats, and we'll do an episode just on stats. Do you hear me? Hit up Walt Hickey on Twitter, and let's do a 538 James Bond by the Numbers episode. I would 100% be behind that. And I think he would, too. Whatever I need to do to make that happen, I'm, I'm going to oh, do. Okay. okay. Great. 17? 17. I have a Diamonds Are Forever. That's three Whoa. for Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds forever. Are Forever. Okay. Hey, okay. Stimulate and, and tease me, but still the diamonds tease me. Um, all right. This one's rough. I enjoy watching it because it's a goof. Yeah. But man, coming on the heels of On Her Majesty's Secret Service, and even if you take that out of the picture, it just it just feels a little rushed. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird because it's. You know, you're, you should be so thrilled that that uh, Sean Connery's back mm-hmm. in action here, and and he goes off. I mean, I this might rank so low for me because of the gross clay mashed potatoy substance oh. that they dump that poor <laughs> Blofeld into, and apparently stunk all day on the set. I mean, why? Now their defense of this thing was that they wanted to literally wipe away the tone of the last one and get back to Connery and have some fun and make it move fast and quickly learn that Blofeld's back in action. Like this, this is almost like not so much exposition, but like style ex, ex or not exhibition, exposition. What mm-hmm. I say? You said exhibition. Part of my brain is, but it back is an exhibition. Car on, it's just <laughs> in my glove compartment. Um, you mean they were sort of resetting yeah. Sean's. 
way of yeah plus by bringing guy hamilton back and kind of like you know in many ways they were going to do a sequel to goldfinger in the first place and have his brother be the villain and so they doubled down on the goldfinger feel but it got so campy but what's weird is it's like a montage yeah of him showing up and like where is blofeld i don't know and and i do like the cuts between those you know yeah and the the the, i mean it's like it's interesting to think of that character, you know, coming off of what had just happened in the previous movie where his wife is killed in front of him. So you, I guess you want the through line of the revenge. I wish I was alive during this time to know what it was like for a James Bond fan to have experience on Her Majesty's Secret Service and then all of a sudden you get Connery back, which I assume right. you were happy about. But also, like, maybe you were happy about the storytelling they were doing in on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And then you come in and it's... It just it felt off, and it also I think suffers from Connery's wig, mm-hmm. mm. which is you know it is nineteen seventy wig, you know his hair is much bigger yeah. than it had been, but I feel like James Bond never should have trended his hair that way. <laughs> it's true because this is the first time you get middle aged Bond. Now we've had older Bonds, but there's something about Connery's. Bond mm-hmm. here that just looks like a little schleppy. He's a little more puffy too, his yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it wasn't hair so much as this is rounded face made it feel a little bit like. Yeah. Like, I actually think his toupee is pretty good. It's just the style of it, maybe, that you're responding to. It must be it. Yeah. You think it's pretty good, huh? Yeah. I it's think better it's better than so... You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice looks like a Lego hair. Well, the Only Live Twice. Helmet head, I like it's darker, right? Yeah, they grade yeah. him up a little bit, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's maybe what makes it look a little more convincing, yeah, because it matches his salt and pepper chest hair mm-hmm. and <laughs> belly hair, and that doesn't, he doesn't stop. have that much of a belly. I was will say, of all the bonds so far, I feel like Connery stayed pretty consistently lean. Did you see that scene in uh, yeah. Diamonds Are Forever where they Whatever. basically show him in a nude thong? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a little... Oh, uh, I'd kill for that body. Well, but... <laughs> but I mean... I, mean, I don't follow. Like, like Daniel Craig throughout the... And he's now had... The, will have the longest tenure as Bond. He's stayed in the most amazing shape. I mean, I think that's indisputable. Oh, I was going... I was, you can't. I was talking about life. Oh, like, I'm talking oh. like into his 70s. Oh, I see what you see. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 In fact, Amanda was saying that she thinks she even prefers older, like, bald Bond. Because it kind of, mm. I don't know, like, Last Crusade Bond or like... Hunt Robin for the Red Mary. October yeah. Bond? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sean? What do you think yeah. of that wig? What do you think of it's the hairpiece in really Hunt good. for Red October? I think really that's good. his best hairpiece. It's notch. like a white yeah. thing, right? It's yeah. like a white kind of a uh, flat top beard. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good look. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a wig. God damn, the way they transition to English in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. That's right. What is it? Armageddon, right? That's the word that is the same in both languages. Oh, is it? Oh, so I they zoom in. That. The word Armageddon is the same in Russian oh, and English. Brilliant. And when they pull out, they're now speaking English. That's brilliant. I knew that, but I didn't like know it was, so it was the same fucking word. wow. John McTiernan, man, that guy could make some movies, and then I guess he wiretapped some. Well, he's in jail, and I'd like to. I'd like to get him out. <laughs> Isn't he out? Well, I thought he's out. He's out now. I think. Can we get him on. for this podcast? You're asking me. I'm asking you. Well, let me text. You seem him. to be tapped into the legal system. Let me text him by texting every random number I can until I get his zero zero one zero zero zero. He's got right. the code. You keep, keep say a little bit more about Diamonds Forever while I pee. Okay. Mm. Um. So Boy. it is the. 
poignantness of, as I was saying, you know, his wife having been killed and he comes yes. in. You, I think it should be a little more high octane than, than it is. It should be a little more gristled. But I do lose myself in the shitty suits that are in the cold open. Right. Like he's in a, in a brown garbage suit, like immediately. Yeah. I find that distracting. I don't like 70s Bond suits. I find them a bit off-putting, more so in Roger Moore's case than in Connery's case, because he's only in the first half of the first, really, year of the, of 70s. the 70s. But I find that the 60s Bond, those suit cuts, I find them very timeless. Sure. I find it, you know, it's almost like the costumes in, in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're now talking about the costumes <laughs> in Ghostbusters. I'm with you. But the, there's a timelessness to the what they're all wearing in Ghostbusters. Right. Which, whether or not it was deliberate or accidental, I don't know. Yeah. Because they're always, you know, in a tweed jacket because they're professors. Right. You know, they all timeless. work at a college. Or they're in, like, a polo shirt, which is, again, a timeless thing. Yeah. But I find that 1970 James Bond is such a dated James Bond. And I think more so than every other decade of James Bond. Even more than the 80s James Bond. Right. I mean, I think in general the 70s are not looked back on as a decade of coolness (laughs) the way the 60s are. True. but Gritty coolness, maybe. Gritty coolness? Yeah, like your, you know, your taxi driver, your... uh... And I know I'm. I mean, fashion-wise. Oh, see, we're talking about fashion. That's what we're talking about. Uh, So no, but I was saying how like dated the suits are in diamonds. Yeah. Um, And I was also talking about how how timeless he looks in the '60s, like that Mm -hmm. that three-piece golden eye suit, Thunderball suit era. Finger one, you mean? That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, That is such a timeless suit. And then moving into the, I feel like even in the '80s, his suits weren't terrible. You know? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. They were a decent cut. 90s. Although I would say, like, first movie, Brosnan, I feel like that's a weird cut. Brioni suit. Anyway. We know. should do a fashion ranking episode. We're going to have to. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming hard and it's coming fast. Yeah. What, uh, who left off? Was that, who called Die Another Day? Was that you? I mean, Diamonds Are Forever, James? Yes, I okay, did. So that was 17. 17? That was my 17. Yeah, that was his 17, I believe. My 17 is Die Another Day. That's it. We're talking. Okay. Figment Freud. (laughs) Now, can you guys refresh my memory? Which one this is? This is in the North Korean uh, Peninsula. Timely. Okay. Timely. This is where he's he's exchanging jewels for diamonds. for, For arms? Uh, or he's stopping diamond smuggling? Good question. And it all Unclear. runs together, and same with uh, The World is Not Enough. These two cold opens feel like very similar to me, even though they go in different directions. But it's just like, oh, he's at another well, it is, bad guy meeting in a, in a town, a village, somewhere in a mountain place. Oh, that is Tomorrow Never dies <laughs> yeah. yeah, very Tomorrow Never dies <laughs> Um It starts with the surfing. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. The surfing. <laughs> oh, I put this too high. Uh, oh, I, God. One thing I did like about Useless. the surfing. That was so gratuitous. Yeah, one thing I liked about it, though, I will say, is that the surfboard was packed with all his goodies. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like something like Snake Eyes would have in G.I. Joe. Yes. Oh, 100%. But not James Bond surfing. <laughs> in, in surfing into North Korea? 
Is, are there even like surf beaches in the Korean Peninsula? I think there Maybe are. there are. But... I mean, there's that joke in Back to the Future 2 where they're in the alley and the, the poster behind Doc is Surf Vietnam. Oh, mm. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there are that, that, that area of the Pacific seems to have some pretty decent waves. Didn't they surf in Apocalypse Now? Yeah. There you go. All right. I think, I think, we're, I think we're okay up it, there. At least they didn't play the Beach Boys. In this oh, one. This is entirely true. Entirely true. Well, see, now, to me, that's at least going like, here we go, we're having some fun. I still think he's surfing in this, and they're going like, take this very seriously. Yes. Well, yeah. they are. It's shot It's shot weirdly. This was Lee Tamarai? Tarahuri. Is that how we say his name? Tamarind. <laughs> is it no. not? It might be it might be that pronunciation. Yeah. Again, we're lovers, not experts. Right. Uh, who had done previously the movie We Are We Were Warriors, which is the New Zealand movie where I mean it's about the native yeah. culture. It's a great movie. The but it, watching that movie in no way makes me go, This guy should do a James Bond movie. Much in the fact that I will we're gonna take a, a second to digress here. This is a, this is my Star Wars digression of the week. You get three of those. I get I get three of those. I'll take them all. <laughs> I am so happy that Colin Trevorrow yeah. is not Trevorrow. What is it with you? What is it with me? Director's last name is Steven not Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg, Al. Uh, is not directing the third in the trilogy. I'm a little relieved too. To be uh, honest. it's almost mm. like. She finally watched Jurassic World. Yeah. I think Kathleen Kennedy had only seen the box office receipts and had not watched the movie. I also think like they had that thing with Lord and Miller on the Han Solo movie and yeah. to a certain extent whatever re- significant reshoots they did on Rogue One and she's just like why are we taking a gamble on some of these as yet completely proven directors? Right. And let's just go in there and get some well, I don't know if Ron Howard's Well, it doesn't, solution, it doesn't, it doesn't, it sounds like she just, they want people, directors who will yes and, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. the producer, producer, can't talk today. I understand. Whatever the producers are saying or whatever yeah. Disney wants, they want that. And I feel like Ron Howard's at a point in his career where he has made such a string of failures that right now, he, I mean, think about his last five or six movies. They all were pretty big bombs like, including third dan brown movie inferno was really good <laughs> sure did you watch it <laughs> yes it's horrible okay uh he did the chris hemsworth moby dick movie oh right which failed miserably he did the chris hemsworth racing movie yeah, which failed Rush. miserably he did Is that what it's called? yeah um and you know there's a, and there's a couple others this is a string of failures and as much as i love ron howard it is it is at a point where i think he's just like all right well couldn't be worse. Can I will just go yeah. I'll just go point a camera at fucking uh, the Millennium Falcon. But you don't think like that's his only option or do you? No, I think that's what he wants to do right now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that if he were to get this third movie, I, I wouldn't be upset about it. The guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a very yeah. capable director. And in director. this case, yeah. I don't think it's altogether a bad thing. Like I'm not a huge fan of the Marvel movies, but to have one person overseeing everything and keeping the tone and style consistent, which I think Kathleen Kennedy, mm-hmm. right? That's yes. Right, has done a pretty good job with so far. So I almost feel like it should defer to her has if she, they're getting weird. Has she done a great job so far? I mean, I, I you've done this. You've, you've done your repeat watchings of Force Awakens. Yeah. And I haven't really done a repeat viewing of it. But how is it? Um, I think it's pretty good. I think the real test is going to be 
episode eight because Ryan Johnson is a bit more of an auteur, but I think he's definitely in line. They got along really well, Captain yeah. Kennedy. And it's sort of talk is that it does something a little different. So I'm very curious. I think that'll be the sign of where this is all heading. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Hmm. Star Wars Minute. Cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just had to get that off my chest. I couldn't believe it. When he got that job, I was just yeah. was like, what the fuck? Have you yeah. seen that movie? And I have not seen the movie, what is it called? Regarding Henry? Uh, no. Something Henry? What is it? What is it? Book Henry of Henry. Movie? Book of Henry. Regarding Henry that. has Harrison Ford, though. That's Harrison Ford. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But I haven't seen Book of Henry, and I, I have not either. heard great things about no, it. No, I haven't either. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems like there there was a trend to grab directors hot off their first indie success, but I don't think that means you're proven. Well, I mean, to go, when I came, I, I, I was never more disappointed in a movie than Jurassic World. Ever? Uh, having gone to see it in the theater, because I... I you I, should see Tomorrow Never Dies. And I held off... <laughs> Listen, I had my choice between seeing Titanic and that movie, and I chose Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, but I, ha- I, you know, I waited a few weeks, and it just kept making more and more money. And I was like, must be great. I love Jurassic Park anyway. Yeah, sure, I'll no go good. see it. And then I saw yeah. it. I was like, the dialogue in that movie... It's no good, but it's no worse than the two sequels after the first one, right? Yeah, that's they're true. All pretty that's true. Right. Lame. Disappointment makes that's it sound true. like you had this high expectation. Yeah. Was that just based the on the box office? The amount of money it was making equals good. But that's just millennial like, nostalgia. Well, yeah. I mean, And yeah. I should have known that going in, Full but force. I just couldn't. And I love Chris Pratt, and I think he's great, and I think Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh. We're back to Ron oh. Howard. Oh. Wait a second. Oh. I think she's also good. Given the material that was written for her. Uh-oh. Ronnie. <laughs> now let's get Clint Howard in a Star Wars movie and we're really talking. Right. Is he not? Clint Howard? I feel he'll like, probably be I in I feel like you've got to throw him he'll in. probably get him in there. Yeah, he's got to be. Put him in the cantina, doesn't he? Need him. <laughs> That's when Han meets up with Chaka. <laughs> <laughs> Chaka, huh? That was the myth that he played that Chaka. That he played Chaka yeah, in Land of the I, Lost. I wasn't being mean about the way he looked. I meant that. <laughs> that's an amazing myth. Um, okay, so, sorry. Star Wars right. Minute was over, and North Korea, we were talking about. Um, Diamonds. Uh, Diamond it's long. Day. I mean, you get your first hovercraft chase in a Bond movie. Finally. Yeah. I mean, we've all been clamoring for that for 20 years. Is it the first hovercraft chase? Is it the first appearance of a hovercraft? No. The, there's another Diamonds one. are forever. He takes the hovercraft. The over big the, hovercraft. Yeah. 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 Over the glades. Yeah. Um, no. Over into Amsterdam from England. Oh, the large the hovercraft. The, the, yeah. the ferry. The hovercraft ferry. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's just in a speedboat and living yeah. and die. Yeah. You're thinking of a fan boat. I am thinking of a fan boat, which You're is not at all. You're thinking of Gentle Ben, which brings us back to Clint Howard. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done it. This might be all over the place. All the rest of the pre-titles are fine. Good night. Point is... <laughs> Uh, you know, you get to see a lot of sports cars explode. The hovercrafts are armed with with uh, torpedoes of sorts. Uh, no mortars; they're mortar shells. Yeah, mm. um, I do like the. He the, gets captured at the end. I like I the know. diamonds exploding into Zhao's face. Yeah, that's cool. I don't mm. buy that they are unremovable. No, right. I, no. Do they say that? Do they plan on saying they're unremovable? They don't, but he still has them. I think. Well, it's a style choice. You know? Yeah, is it? Is it? He's wearing his the that wound as a badge of honor. If that happened to me, I'd consider it. But I also don't think the skin is really going to keep those in there infection free and everything. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, the other thing is I know the title sequence tells his story of torture and that the sequence after that is him coming back with that bad fake beard. I know that's not part of the pre-title, but in my mind it kind of is associated because it's coming right on the heels of that. It's the same thread, and I don't care for that. So Does your wig dar but... also encompass beards, or yes. is that a oh, separate certainly. type of radar? No, no, no. Beard dar. Yeah, applies. Any yeah. any hair applications. In All encompassed under Merkins. wig dar. Yeah, Merkins for sure. I'll get into that. Your eyebrow situation. You need a Merkin checked? Call me. Does Whoopi Goldberg ever have eyebrows? I don't know. Does Whoopi Goldberg ever have eyebrows? That's a, is that, that the question? question? If she like wears in a, a movie, Merkin. like does she have? Do they throw eyebrows on her at any point? Why does she not have eyebrows? No. Huh. Not to my knowledge. I don't know. And I've seen a lot of Star Trek with her in it. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And I've seen her on The View. I'm just going to Google a picture of Whoopi Goldberg right now because I feel like you guys are just choosing to forget <laughs> this from history. Hmm. We're rewriting it. Uh, all right. Well, who said that one last? You did, right? Me? You no, said... I have not said my 17 yet. Oh, say your 17. Okay. My 17 is for your eyes only. First time on the board. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. For your eyes only. All right. Okay, 16. What do I have? I can't... Oh, okay. I have Quantum of Solace. Oh. Wow. I know. time on the board for CQ of S. 16 yeah. for me is For Your Eyes Only. Two. Oh, boy. For Your Eyes Only, but that is a no-talk round. A no-talk round. Um, we're looking at pictures Whoopi of Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg does have. not hmm. have But she could just pluck Eyebrows. Them. I don't think she plucks them. No, there's no way. Oh, someone's even circled them. Oh, my God. I didn't even search for eyebrows. Right, she really doesn't. Huh. All right. That's just my question. That's interesting. She still has a very emotive face. Lovely. Does she draw them on, though? Or Obviously, in that picture, there's nothing there. She does not draw them on. But I'm wondering if she's done a movie where they were like, you should have eyebrows in this. Right. Anyway, that's my question. If there are any uh, hoop eyes out there. Hmm. Okay. Number 16 for me, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's Ooh, two. Ouch. This is a no-talk round. Oh, no-talk man. No-talk round. Like 16. It. We are 16 in. And just for the record, after this for me is when they start to get good. Okay. These are the ones that I don't I understand. Think. I yeah. completely understand. I'm kind of past, past pulling out the weaknesses, and there's some stuff yeah. I'm excited about. Okay. About. 15 for me is Spectre. Two for Spectre. Oh, Two for Spectre. That's very, very good. Very good. Uh, 15. That's 14. Uh, 15. The Living Daylights. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Jeez. Kind of Jesus Christ. Man. I get a Jesus Christ what from you. I'm a maniac. Kind of <laughs> you have, I'm a lunatic. You Cross the line there, man. I'm out of control. That right. is crazy. 15 for me. License to Kill, first on, on oh. the list. First time on the oh, list. Oh, that's interesting. No talk round. Wow. Alliances are being formed and then <laughs> then destroyed in an in instant here. <laughs> wow. On to 14. We're going to... 14. That was an NTR. Just, just let's take a break because we're almost halfway through. Here are the films that have not even been, been on the mentioned. board yet. Mm-hmm, Casino mm-hmm. Royale, mm-hmm. GoldenEye, The Spy Who Loved Me. Octopussy, Goldfinger, Skyfall, and From Russia with Love. Those are the only films that have, that have not, not been mentioned. Been mentioned, yeah. Okay. Not been mentioned. Okay. Fourteen. Yeah. For for your eyes only. Mm. It's time to talk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for your eyes only. Okay. 
Well, so just a quick refresh. This is the what is this? <laughs> this is this is the on the uh, at the, the graveyard. He's at graveyard. the graveyard, yeah. visiting uh, Tracy, leaving flowers for Tracy. Uh, he's approached by a priest who said he's needed. He gets in a helicopter. He's thinking, oh, this is Universal Exports. I have to go to MI6. Right. But oh boy, is it a trap. It's none other than Blofeld remotely piloting him, but without being called Blofeld because legally they couldn't call him Blofeld. Yeah, he's right. got a remote control. And a wheelchair and a and neck a- brace? Yes, and he also kills the pilot with like a. <laughs> is it another yeah. sonic death? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's through the headphones. Oh, another sonic. But death. isn't it, this one is like electro? Doesn't he get electrocuted or something? Oh, I, I always remember. thought he just died from the ears from the ear sounds. Mm. I think there's even a little lightning or something, mm. but a little shock. Yeah. So the stunts in this should not be diminished. They're incredible. It's awesome. There's probably some foreground miniatures and stuff in there, but ultimately it's all in service of one big joke and fuck you to kevin mcclory for having the rights to thunderball and blofeld and even so much so that they throw in that infamous line i'll buy you a stainless, stainless steel, steel delicatessen. delicatessen what does that mean blofeld says it to bond and it's in, it's a, some kind of a dig at kevin mcclory yeah it's an inside dig. it's an inside dig did he buy a deli or something with the I mean, money well, from thunderball talk, we have to look this up every time but. it's ridiculous okay so I don't like this. This is, you know, semi-low on the list. We're starting to get up towards the ones I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I do like the continuity. I do like that he's at Tracy Bond's grave. That's That's good. Big thumbs up for me. That gets a lot of points. Yeah. yeah. That gets more points than a not a Bond being killed that isn't actually Bond. Mm. You get more more in the positive for the continuity than you do in the negative for not being him. Um, The... Do you have a deli answer? I do. Okay. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Finish no. your thought. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the way in which the danger is, it never actually feels like he's in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I find that to be a little just like, meh. Yeah. The segment is one note. It's like they found, yeah. we found our stunt. Now let's just kind of make it up on the day. Well, Reverse kind of, engineer it. Yeah. I, find, I feel that about Spectre. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, from Cubby Broccoli's autobiography called When the Snow Melts. I'll buy you a delicatessen in stainless steel. It refers to Italian mafia members offering this as a bribe to get something in exchange. A delicatessen in stainless steel was and still is the top of the line quality. Simply put, your food is better prepared on a surface that is easily cleaned and will not have bacteria clinging to it, unlike a wooden cutting board or other surfaces. Also keep in mind that many vendors during the early 1900s sold their food on the streets of New York in carts. If someone had a shop or delicatessen, they were obviously doing well. So he's likening the fact that Kevin McClory it was like a common mafia thug offering to bribe someone uh, with a delicatessen in stainless steel. What a long way to go geez. to dig someone. That's a gentle rip yeah, if you're going to so, put one in. Yeah. Uh, and, and is this another one? I mean, it seems like Bond at this point would be wary of getting in a vehicle with someone he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has yeah. that happened? Yeah, I know. The well, I mean, what, what? why is this so middling for you man i think just because every keep talking i'm gonna now take my turn in the restaurant okay. this is amazing i love it Everybody. every i don't know everything about it to me is middle of the road mm-hmm. even this like it just it's kind of shot on a dull day like it's kind of cloudy right and there's 
not a like I don't know, it's not it's cool to look at when they do some of the stunts, but the payoff is kind of a one note thing and it takes a while to get there and it just I don't know, it's a little dreary to me just looking. It also feels like the uh I mean it does have what I like, which is a cold open that has nothing to do with the story. That's true. Except that this one's got it. A, something to do with the overall story and right. axe to grind. That's true, but it is it is really the Blofeld voice it's too. It's is dumb. bad. It's just dumb. Better bond. Better bond. No. It's so cartoony. It's like aubergine and few to a kill. Mm. This butterfly to my collection. No, <laughs> like they they're just cartoon voices basically. <laughs> and it doesn't but fit. I have figured it out <laughs> oh was the auction yeah I don't know um okay there it is it's so middling we yeah. don't have a ton to say about that's it. true alright number 14 for you Matt uh 14 for me happens in Mexico City it's Spectre it's time mm. to talk Spectre I like how in this also the action just starts picking up as far as our talking concerns. It's yeah. so hard to get a, a, a no yeah. talk round as we get later That's and true. later into That's it. Right. That's true. Let's talk about it. Uh, it's the lowest ranked Daniel Craig cold open mm-hmm. by any of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he no, put, you put quantum Sauce. Sauce. Right. I understand. I get it. I'll explain when we get there. I get okay. it. Um, for Matt and I, though, it's the lowest ranked uh, opening. Tracking shot is fine. It's yeah. not... I'm just tired of tracking shots. I'm tired of one, yeah. quote-unquote, one-take tracking shots that may or may not actually be one-take because mm, uh, Scorsese did it better. Um, Is it the only real tracking shot in a Bond movie? Like, I mean, for the sake of doing one of those big tracking shots, not... I'm sure there were tracking shots, but, like, one that is clearly, like, watch this tracking shot. It's the only time that's ever been done, I think, right? I'm thinking of the parade sequence in... Brazil, no, Thunderball. But he's that's that's got a lot of cuts in it where he's being where he's hiding. Yeah, and I think that just wasn't done until right. like Touch of Evil did it. Yeah, and then, then it was like whoa. Um, I remember watching this. Chinatown did it better. Yeah, I remember watching this, liking the part where he brings the building down. But then when the helicopter thing ended, going like, wait, that's the payoff. Yeah, and it, it does fizzle out quite a bit. Yeah. It's just just a helicopter fight is what we're talking about here. I was confused. I almost thought I missed something. I agree. I think that yeah. the helicopter, the danger posed in a helicopter with James Bond is never that high. Uh, we've seen him in many helicopters over the years. But uh, it it was a letdown. It, it, like, the, the fact that it ends with him like, I, I don't know. You almost want him to fall out of the plane. And somehow, yeah. or out of the helicopter, and somehow figure out a way to land by himself, yeah. either by jumping into another aircraft that happens to be flying below him, or what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Um, the people. I mean, I guess the danger is the people below, or just the hill crash. I don't. Yeah, right. I mean, there are some cool like gravity things that happen where they're moving within the middle yeah. of the helicopter. But even the the facade of that building we've discussed this before too feels like it was done practical but then everything is so processed by the end that it just doesn't look real or threatening right right and that's one thing like as far back as casino royale and even quantum of solace with its cold opening everything felt like there was some real danger there some like it was real in the space the parkour sequence the crane yeah all that and casino royale feels thrilling to me mm. 
but this this didn't it felt a little just a little tired like everybody working on it because i think they shot this last for the movie too oh wow um just feels a little tired so you would describe it as being a dud (laughs) (laughs) well i would say just a little uh a little sluggish maybe and for me being a a sort of born in roger moore era it tone wise it, it misses in one respect that there's a scene whenever i see it when he's falling down the building and he lands on the couch i know i brought this yes. up earlier the couch shot to me always screams out that they could have gone two different ways and they chose the way that i don't prefer which is he lands on the couch uh, which i thought it would have been great if he landed, if he landed next, next to, to the, the couch, couch. Yeah. And I l- agree. And that, looks over at the couch like, I was so close. That, that would also be referencing the Roger Moore option that they didn't take. Like, exactly. Right, he would that, look at it and go, It's oh. always felt yeah. to me like ro- that, that Daniel Craig's Bond shouldn't land on a couch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Daniel Craig's Bond is the guy that, that just misses it. lands next yeah. to the couch. And then he takes the hard it. way. Yeah. He's the guy... He's the James Bond that goes through the drywall instead of the James Bond that goes over. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like exactly. when he in Casino Royale, when he fucking pounds through that drywall, it's like, ah, this is what this guy's going to do. Yeah. So for that instance, it does not. None of the cutesy stuff works with the Daniel Craig Bond. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great point. And I agree. A, and, a, and I haven't been annoyed this much in a while. So now I'm thinking <laughs> about it and yeah. I'm very annoyed again. Right. But that would say a lot about the character in in that he's not getting the breaks but he's still you know yeah triumphing over it yeah. in a way i mean it's, he didn't get a break a huge break there when he accidentally took down a giant building he didn't mean to take down <laughs> right but, right there's something about the tracking shot to watch i i'm i find myself being drawn to watching the extras and i feel like i can tell this is the 12th time they've done it there's something about the tracking shot like in goodfellas where it it has life running through it the entire time this feels staged. It feels like everybody knows exactly where they're going to the point that it detracts from the casualness of it or something. Like It's very self-aware. The mm. tracking shot is too self-aware, I think. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. It feels too staged. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's why it's uh, the lowest ranked Daniel Craig one for me. Me too. And for Matt. Yeah. Okay. What number right. are we on? 14. This is mine. 14. From Russia with Love. First time on the board. Oh, interesting. Russia (laughs) with love. Matt Monroe. I fly The greatest man who ever lived. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's interesting that you have that one. All right. Right there. Number 13. 13 for me. Blades 13. From Russia with love. (gasps) Ooh. Look at that. Wow. I don't know how to feel about this. So the answer is I'm not going to feel great about it. Oh. Uh, number 13 for me. Octopussy. Octopussy. Wow, really? Octopussy. Now, I'm going to just say that your preference. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's getting yeah. insane, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. All right. 13 for me is a first timer on the board as Uh-oh. well. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is... Skyfall. 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 
Okay. We will stand the first time. Now, before we move on to number 12, we are literally at the halfway point here. I will also mention this is where I would put Never Say Never again because I really do like that cold open. I think it's fun. It's got a little twist. It's playing up the fact that Connery's a little older. Mm -hmm. It's doing what it needs to do. Mm. But we're halfway through, and the only films not mentioned so far are Two Golds and a Royale, Goldfinger, Goldeneye, and Casino Royale. Wow. Huh. That is surprising. Yeah. Wait, where's sure 12? For you? Oh, I found it. Okay. Okay. So uh, anything you guys want to say at this halfway point? Are you into the good ones for you? Because I'm into the good oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm into the good ones. I mean, yeah. d- like when we're talking Spectre, I voted that down a while ago. So it doesn't mean the discussion, but the ones I'm choosing. Like, right. I think all the way from License to Kill, which was 15 for me, from Rush With Love and Skyfall, I still really like them, but yeah. they rank as high as others. I honestly can't remember Never Say Never Again, so I don't know where to place that. That's fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me just say, they kill a horse. Oh. No, that's at the end of the movie. I know. But oh. oh, off He's cliff? saying you can't remember the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that off a cliff? Yeah. They kill it? I don't know. It looks like there's no chance that horse is surviving. Unless it's one of those diving horses from old-time circuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In which case, it survived, but it had a lifetime of abuse. (laughs) (laughs) It was immediately shot. (laughs) All right, number 12, we're into the second half. So, two blades with number 12. I have a little something called You Only Live Twice. Wow. That hurt Matt, I could tell. Okay. Matt Gorley. Yeah, all right. Okay. Number 12 to you, Myra? Uh, Number 12 to me is... uh, is Paul McCartney's classic Live and Let Die. That's mm-hmm. two for L and LD. And for me, we'll go Dr. No. That's two for Dr. No. So this whole round put Dr. No, Live and Let Die, and You Only Live Twice into the two category. They're on the threshold of getting talked about. There's going to be a lot of talking about coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> 11 for me is View to a Kill. Well... Did that get three? No. That has two now. It has two, two. now. Who and has I've, not voted for it yet? Mr. Me. Gorley. Yeah. Okay. I don't even have to look down at my paper. I know the answer <laughs> to that question. Uh, we are so... These are all good. Yeah, these yeah. are all great. They're all yeah. good. These are all... Well, no, because of some of mine. Oh, some right. people... So right. much higher. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Than you uh, bastards. Uh, so we are at number 11. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. License to Kill. Mm-hmm. That's two for License to Kill now. And uh, my number 11 is A View to a Kill. It's what? time to discuss no. talk about A it. View to a Kill. You like misdirected me there. I felt like you were going to even go longer without mentioning well, View to a Kill. I really like this opening sequence. What can I be don't said think about it's this? as good as some of the others, but I do well, like it. What can a lot. be said about this that we haven't said already? Because we just did this film. It is. It mm. is. Would be higher, I think, on all of our lists if the Beach Boys didn't kick in. Or maybe it'd be That's lower a, for Matt. The, well, the way, maybe it's the way a, you I, I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't penalize it for that. But yeah, if and it wasn't there, I wouldn't miss it. If I didn't know, I'm. Am I punishing it because of that? Yes, I'm knocking it down a couple. Um, I. What do I like about this one? Well, I like a. I like another double O mm-hmm. involved. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love. I'm a sucker for a bond on a skis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's big. Yep. Um, I also probably knock it down one or two for the iceberg boat. 
Mm-hmm. That is a little too cushy for being issued by the British government. See, I, right. I'm all in for that because that's what this movie is. And I, I think the Beach Boys song actually helps right away go like, get used to it. <laughs> and yeah. the iceberg boat is a, is a punchline on a good sequence that has some action, but is also funny and doesn't take itself too seriously. Did they do that with miniatures or did they build an iceberg boat? It looks real I, to me. Yeah. Oh, I it's think just, it's a miniature. You do? I do. No, because I think the icebergs are too real. The water looks too real. I think it's just a f- the facade. Yeah, facade. It's just the top course, piece. On top yeah. of a... Yeah. Uh, on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, right, but after Beach Boys, the, the iceberg boat seems like very... Uh, you know, like Kubrick did it or something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Never seen anything like this. This is their China. This is sober. Um, yeah. yeah. God, I don't know. I love the music in this sequence. I love the right. squib So work. this is that... Right. Oh, that's... No, what am I thinking Spy of? Spy Love Me. Spy Love Me. Okay. This is, um, this is just... John Barry. This is John Barry, which then... He probably didn't know that they were going to bust into the Beach Boys. Maybe they. Maybe he provided... I think it was his score. call. What? He used to do those kind of things. I'm pretty sure he made that call. Because mm. I, I think I read that in that Burlingame book about the music of Bond. Oh. Um, yeah, I should I should have reread that for this. But yeah, I think so. Um, I also learned that from this movie, I learned how to say look in Russian. Shmatri. Mm-hmm. Which they also do in Red Dawn. So they were really hitting that word with me. And around the summers of 84 and 85, I think. Oh, those are good years. Good years. <laughs> you got a lot of use out of that? Yeah. Shmatri? Shmatri. 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 Uh, Napovich. Yeah, I think it's... The ski... I mean, it's really the skiing that gets it so high for me. Yeah. And the the fact skiing. that he invents snowboarding. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's a great... This is the thing that I think For Your Eyes only lacks. It's one stunt not particularly well executed style wise it is like stunt work wise but this this opening sequence has a lot of good cause and effect like the the like carabiner rope to the guy's thing which busts him off which gives bond the snowboarding thing everything kind of relies on the last thing right i thought it was well done storyboarded or whatever yeah yeah and i i do like the beautiful blonde in the in the sub and the fact that it i think it's something like a nine hour trip to Alaska that they say least, that, yeah. that the they're fine with like the mission's not that critical that they need to transfer maybe to a helicopter or something. <laughs> they're willing to give him nine hours to get to Alaska. As of this recording, the our view to a kill episode hasn't come out, but I noticed in watching this last week that his white leather snow gloves, their zipper has a little dangling B on them, like for Bond. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I mean, Gloft. You could be a, it could be a thing you're wrong about. How could I be wrong? I no, like it could be like a barber or something like that. It could be a company. B. Oh, or Britain. No. Maybe, but come no, on. but it, it could, has there's to a be. slight chance it could be a company B. But I'm like more a inclined Burberry to believe snow gloves. I'm more inclined to believe Matt is correct that it is. It is it for James Bond. Yeah, it yeah, has yeah. to be. Um, all right. So view to a kill. We have talked about it, and we are on number 10. Is this to me? Ten. Yeah. Okay. Goldeneye. First mm-hmm. time on the board for mm-hmm. Goldeneye. First time. First time. Goldeneye comes out of uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> okay. So number 12. 12? 
Wait, what? Ten. Ten, sorry. Oh Ten. It's right here. Ten. I wrote it down. It's right here. This whole thing has been a shame. It's right here, and it oh, says okay. tomorrow never dies on it. <gasps> it's time oh, boy. to talk tomorrow never dies. Okay, I need a refresher. Now. Here's what I like about this one. Yeah. We are obviously, I'm, I'm the one who is ranked at the highest, and I'm going to tell you why I like it. Okay. You see every key player in MI6 in this. Big deal. You see Robinson. You <laughs> that's, see that's what you're giving it you points see for. M. You see that's stuffy. No, that's no. You feat. see stuffy naval admiral. <laughs> you see Russian counterpart admiral. You see Bond out there doing a mission while the entire MI6 is watching then on you'd surveillance. Just as well be satisfied with a like MI6 it Christmas has party. <laughs> literally the highest stakes of any cold open in James Bond history. He's preventing a Whoa, nuclear warhead. On. Is that true? He's Let's preventing see. actually two nuclear warheads from going off. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Look through your tiny list of garbage and I will tell you why this is great. The stakes are the highest. We do a thing where I, I we're looking at this not just as does it have anything to do with the mission? Yes, it does have something to do with the mission, which is normally I'd like to take points off for that, but it's he's so improvising he's got the lighter he, he does a little magic trick where the lighter isn't there and then he punches a guy in the face and uh, then he takes his plane there's higher stakes where living daylights he might fail his training mission <laughs> on the rock good of Gibraltar. good point <laughs> you so your actual answer is I'm correct, right? On that, yeah. The stakes are the highest. Stakes stakes are that high. doesn't mean it's. What do you think about the fact that they're all? I love it. They're all in there watching. They're all cheering for him when he makes it out. But I see, mean, I it's actually like... think that's a weakness rather than a strength because it it also sets your film up for a bit of failure because it's like he's he's like succeeded at something way bigger than, or at least way bigger comparable. than World War Three, yeah. which Carver is going oh, to start. See, the whole movie is so over the top, but boring. Oh. I, I'm I'm going to agree with you on this point that I agree but say that say my name so Matt oh sorry so listener knows <laughs> Matt Myra no oh <laughs> yay yay it's weird he was pointing at Gorley but he said right. me. I it just I, I couldn't bring myself my will to say it um, no I'm going to agree with you Matt Gorley on the point that I feel that any technical surveillance any like computer tracking weakens the 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 scene because i i feel like there's so many people there your point yeah. of like you see everybody it doesn't feel like he's out on his own in in the in the well that's a problem you know, we, get, we get to later in your scaffalls yeah i agree uh, right i agree that's why i have it at number 13 but um it's it's it feels like a big party First everyone's time we've there. ever seen it and i really liked that mm. okay i really liked that and i really like the stakes i like the fact that there is a nuclear i like the fact that a they send a cruise missile to destroy this arms bazaar. And I like that Bond now has to get the nuclear missiles out of there before, before the, the, bomb the cruise missile comes in. That's a good... I will say I didn't remember a ton about this when I was... It was foggy in my memory. You are, you are giving it some points in your recollection. I, I, it is better than I remember. Yeah. Now, I was kind of fast-forwarding through this this morning yeah. at about 8.30. I understand. The only way to watch this I movie. understand. Yeah. But, so... <laughs> I just so I kind of missed the part of like he gets in the plane yeah. and then there is a guy who was previously in the back seat. Uh-huh. And then well, he how, punched and knocked out. Dak. Okay, that that's yeah. what I missed. He so that's why he wakes up yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I could take on the whole Chechen empire by myself. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'd bump it up. A, a, Take above. the <laughs> Diamonds are forever. Maybe. Oh, thanks for being so gracious. And maybe Wait. die another day for me. But I'm not going to change my list for Come the sake on. of giving it. Okay. But, okay. Well, yeah. I just wanted I said my piece about Tor okay. Never Dies, right, and I fair. feel like no one has said why it was so bad in a in a logical way. Well, but and you remember do get a logic we are, strike. Remember we? Yeah. You have you have all three left to lose. Logic strikes. Well, I think I think your argument is persuasive. Thank you. I think so too. Thank you. Yeah. I've I don't done, think it's so bad. Remember, we are. I mean, I guess some people rank this a little lower. I might have to like put out a large essay in defense of Tomorrow Never Dies. I, I yeah. look forward to that. I wonder when you'll have the time to do that. <laughs> I, I have plenty of flights. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All right. Hello, listeners. We'd like to talk to you about Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge. The hilarious improv comedy show is back on Stitcher Premium for season three, and this time it's releasing weekly. And to celebrate the launch of the weekly show, they are re-releasing the season one of Big Grande's Teacher Lounge for free! Just in case you haven't heard this show yet, Big Grande, Drew Tarver, Dan Lippert, John Mackey, and Ryan Rosenberg take you inside the minds of teachers at Hamilton High School's Honors Department. This season, they welcome guests such as Jessica McKenna, Paul F. Tompkins, musician Ellie King, and so many others from the greater Hamilton High community. The AV Club says Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge mines pure gold from education education's underbelly and if you want your underbelly to be tickled you can listen to big grande's teacher lounge season one completely free on apple podcast stitcher earwolf.com or wherever you listen and for more big grande head to stitcher premium for the weekly release of season three go to stitcherpremium.com slash teacher and use promo code bond to get your first month of premium for free that sounds like it's double o dollars and double o cents man morning <laughs> If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back like you agreed to when you signed up for the credit card, because you don't. That's right, skivos. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt. What? Or going bankrupt. Incredible. How is it possible? I'm not sure it is. But if you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let credit associates settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call now. 1-800-400-6412. They'll even show you how much money you could save. Wow. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, don't let the companies of the credit cards trick you into thinking that you have to. Call credit associates now. Now, for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy! Whoop, whoop! Credit Associates depends on your success and offers a guarantee, so there's literally no risk. For free information, all you gotta do is call that number, Matt. What is it? 1-800-400-6412. We're Matt and Matt in the morning. Yeah! Whoop, whoop, whoop. Cowbell, cowbell, cowbell. That's 1-800-400-6412. CreditAssociates.com. It's a two-for-Tuesday Rocktober Twin Spin Weekend. Kicking it off with Led Zeppelin. There's no way that this company is. Mad and mad. Mad and mad. James All right. Here we are. You know what we should do? We should do a, a live James Bonding where you and I are each standing behind a podium and we do like r- rules of debate style great. on Tomorrow Never Dies. We did something on uh, the Nerdist TV show. Kumail and I debated Lord of the Rings versus Star Trek. And we went back and forth podium style. 
and Hardwick was supposedly the judge, mm-hmm. and Jonah was there just to tell us both that we were, he had his own podium, mm-hmm. and he was there to just tell us we were both stupid <laughs> for yeah, arguing about that's this. That's fair. Yeah, but I think that a I think a live debate. Maybe we just do a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is more compelling than 90% of the TED Talks. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I should start my own podcast called In Defense of Pierce Brosnan. Ladies and gentlemen, today I'd like to talk to you about the proper way to use a Roomba vacuum. Oh. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Number 10 for me, which means it's a discussion round, higher than I thought it would end up on this thing. Yeah. Live and let die. Beep, boop, boop. Beep boop boop, beep boop beep boop boop, beep boop 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 boo. I like it because it's such an outlier. It's so weird. Bond isn't in it. It's got kind of like Diamonds Forever, three different distinct little segments. Yes, it's odd, but I I really like it. It's weird. It's um, I think it's it's intriguing. Yeah, intriguing. Yeah, not sure why what these things mean yet. Mysterious. You know, I do global. I f- global cross communication because <laughs> they're where Sour. Jamaica, New Orleans, and New York. Yeah, so, uh, Jamaica, New Orleans, New Orleans and, New York. and New York, the United Nations, the United and, Nations. Yeah. That's right. The I mean, it starts very Doctor Noe, right? The funeral procession in New Orleans. Yeah. With the practical effect that is just the camera being paused for the <laughs> for the, the coffin guy to get picked yeah. up. But let's talk about in the world of Live and Let Die. How does that work? Are there like oh, in the world of Live and Let Die? I just assumed that the it's, it's, the, a, it's there's no bottom. It's a yeah. it's a it's a false. No, thing. I know. And but how it, do they latch onto the body? Well, I think it just goes. And it closes. It goes very hard. It goes. No. Yeah. Well, what? Oh, what is your what is your thing? I'm not saying I have a solution, but you're saying that that body's laying on the street. They put the coffin over it with a f- open bottom, and then something slides underneath him. Okay. I've, here's my solution. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The lid of the coffin has multiple claws in it, and those claws pick yeah, up. It's got to be something. More I'm going like to give that. you even a lower tech, less carnivaly yeah, uh, sure, version, sure. <laughs> where the coffin has spikes coming down. Yeah. And it literally punctures because at that point, okay, that's you know, now we're talking, but but we're gonna have to make those barbed spikes because because they'll have to have grab on up, and yeah. and they're like a shark's teeth; they have reverse, sure, yeah, little things that will actually lift and yeah. separate. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Claw game. Mine's a claw game. That ain't claw game. Yeah. This is not the waiting room to a Caro's restaurant. <laughs> it's not happen. Oh man, I'd go to Caro's right now. Uh, right. So we've got that. We've got the other audio death that was mentioned. Yeah. Yes. So in the UN, it's it's a piercing sound that does he does it cause a heart attack or is it just your ears hurt? It's so much die. Yeah. He does it with it's a, a shock. TNT detonator. No, this one is a sound. It's a sound. And then you got death by fake snake. Death by fake <laughs> green yellow snake. Death by a snake that looks like it was one out of a claw game. Yeah. Like, oh, oh so, so that's so much ties like all together. This is interesting. Yeah. There might be subtle hidden meanings. Yeah, and the TNT ear dynamite almost looks like the controls. Of a claw game. Tune in. Now you're stretching it. Tune in to our to our hidden claw game uh, TED Episode. Talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that uh, the live and let die. Uh, sorry, the uh, New Orleans death is 
seems like a lot of pageantry and a lot of extras. I'm sure you guys have covered this already, but yeah, but I'm I like those. There's there is a lot of like go so far for a death. In fact, we talk about that in wasn't there one of those in View to a Kill too? Oh, the butterfly death. Yes, and then and I likened it to something else in one of these films. What is? Well, this occurs a lot because I can almost look at every one of these like Living Daylights when they put that glass sliding glass door compressor to kill that guy there's a lot of like having to stake out a location and prepare it for a murder that could have just been easily done by well even the view the view to a kill blimp murder there is no reason for those stairs to turn into a slide (laughs) there is no reason other than except he knows he's possibly going to do that yeah what was the other one that right. I was trying to think Any of, of your though? trap doors, they're going to yeah. cause you to fall to your death. Yeah. I mean, that has reuse value, though. Sure. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> I guess so does the Do you think so the slide coffin. is really just there because Zoran loves going wee and sliding out of the blimp? <laughs> no, he's there to kill. That's there. That's <laughs> to kill. That's all that is. Mm. Um, it just looks cool. Yeah. The mystery, the hopping around. Plus, I also like that we don't get to be, di- we don't have to be distracted like we are in Iron Magic's Secret Service by this. Who's this new Bond guy? I don't oh, that's true. deal with that. Give me a, give me a cult, give me a intro song to get used to him. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Number 10, Live and Let Die. Okay. Number nine, I have Thunderball. That's two for Thunderball. Oh, guys, that's three for thunderball wow it's time to you discuss. just had thunderball yeah. just now thunderball how do you feel about us ranking things similarly it's amazing thunderball is ranked so high for me for one reason and one reason only the aston martin reappears <laughs> that's it see it's ranked wow. pretty low no, for me. I, mean, I have it at 18 i like oh. i like him using a jet pack mm-hmm. yes i like him being safety conscious putting on a helmet a smart helmet i like him uh, using the gadgets we've established in the previous movie for James Bond. I love the Aston Martin having the thing go up. When I was watching it again, I was noticing, well, why have all the, the defense mechanisms that you have at your disposal are you choosing to use water? And then I realized, oh, it just ties into the Thunderbolt titles. That's why they used water. I don't know about that. I, I think... That's why they did it. You know What that? do you mean? You, you read don't know it? why. I no, think... I mean, it just... <laughs> They, it, the water's getting on the camera lens, and then water comes down, and the Thunderball title comes up. You don't think oh, okay, it, it happened you don't in think reverse? It happened in reverse? I, I don't know. He was um, Morris Binder was notoriously late on all these things, so yeah. I'm wondering how much communication was ahead of time. To me, this is uh, something that On Her Majesty's Secret Service, uh, Service suffers from too much, and that's the over ramping of the fights, like the speed. Oh, the speed ramp, speed right? Ramp. Yeah, right, seems right. Goofy. The water cannons dumb and the and even the jetpack just seems like we got it let's use it even though it doesn't really do much the whole thing feels like when connery's era was starting to get bloated where they're just like let's do it for the sake of doing it well i I mean bloated is the perfect way to describe thunderball that's true yeah that's true yeah that's a trud water that's gonna be our last one we'll see but speaking of Water cannons. I gotta take a leak. Jeez, again. I do too. I feel terrible about this. I can't this leave Matt really by himself. No, I mean you can. There's two bathrooms. We're, Are there? Yeah. We're drinking uh, water and coffee right now. So yeah. Matt, speaking of, so you tread water for a few moments. Not going to be a problem. It's really all I do. Right. While they're gone, I just want to defend Pierce Brosnan. I can stand. Wait, no, you don't have. There's two bathrooms. Oh, that's all right. You can go use the other one. Well, we shouldn't leave you alone. Who knows what you're going to say about us? Well, that's very true. Um, why is there so much peeing happening? 
Well, I, I've had... I understand. I but. just came from a bunch of coffee. I had more coffee, which I'm not uh, typically a turbo coffee drinker. And then water. And then all that talk about Thunderball. <laughs> we did talk about water hoses. <laughs> it is weird how the... like. I, what I want to know is practically how the exhaust works on the uh, Aston Martin DB5. Do you know what I mean? No. The exhaust pipes are where the water comes out. Oh, yeah. So how is his exhaust Where working? is the exhaust going? Yeah. Well, I mean, too, when you break it down and think about how the machine guns and the headlights would require so much mechanism in there that it would be, like, in the way of the actual tires. Like, they would extend into the wheel wells. It's true. So we're just along for the ride. All right. I'm going to tag out, James. We're talking... We're talking, a, we're talking Aston Martin DB5. And, oh, well, uh, no, I love, uh, by the way, I'm a big car guy. Oh, are you? So I do love the DB5. Well, let's talk about the fact that what I was just discussing with Matt was that I can't, mechanically in my mind, I, I, I don't understand how the hose, the, the water cannon is working. Mm. Uh, a, it's coming out of the exhaust pipes. <laughs> Seems to be a problem. Right, because those are still needed for yeah. exhaust. B, it's... It seems to me that with all the bulletproofing and the the mechanisms of, for instance, the bulletproof shield that comes in and up, I feel like he's going to have a hard time getting the jetpack into the trunk. Mm. I feel like that shield's going to be down, probably cutting down his trunk space. Right. I'm sorry, his boot space. Right. Uh, and then I'm looking at this 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 tank, this water tank that he's going to have to have. Right. Is that next to the gas tank? Does this car even run on gas? Has Q figured out some weird way of running the car on hydrogen, hydrogen. fuel that's coming from the water tanks? Right. And water is very heavy. Yeah. So it's going to slow the car down. Immensely. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. With Do that. you know what? I had a Jeep Wrangler. I had a couple of them, but that was the car... That you could most notice. These were both two-door Wranglers, Wrangler Sports, straight six in those. Okay. But it was the car you could most notice the gas. What do you mean notice the gas? Notice after you filled up the tank how much heavier the car was after you put 19 gallons of gas in it. Right. Uh, The car just moved differently. Yeah. So my question again is, is there anything done to the engine to help with this? Does he get a power boost? Right. Or is it all taken up? A turbo up? boost, maybe. Yes. Is it all just taken up by ejector seats, uh, right. water tanks to hold all the water? It doesn't actually drive. <laughs> they just happen to be parked on a hill. <laughs> he just releases the brake. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you brought up the helmet. Yeah. Why do you think he had to? They, the stuntman had to. Because the stuntman had to. Yeah. yeah. They could have put a wig on top of it. <laughs> but I think, I bet, I, I, I bet they did. I bet they looked at that. They probably and did. And they were like, nope, he's putting a helmet on. It looks yeah. too ridiculous. Yeah. But I guess that's a testament to, it's a real thing. They really yeah. had it. It was a real piece of technology. Yeah. And they really did it. I'm surprised in James Bond they haven't used one of those stupid water, water jetpacks that Leo DiCaprio goes to work on. Yeah, you know he goes to work on it. I imagine he goes to work on. It. <laughs> Aren't they always tethered to something? Yeah. Yes, they have to but, be. Whenever yeah. he's in Ibiza, I'm sure he's. Yeah, but they always it. has to have a hose in the water. The hose in the, the water, yeah. that's powering it. Or is he getting? Yeah. All right. So number nine, you went. You you said thun, living that. Right? No, no. I said number because I, I haven't done number nine yet. Ten. What did you just? I say? said nine for Thunderball. Oh, we both thunderballed. And you thunderballed. No, yes, we both yeah. thunderballed. That's why oh, we're right. talking about thunderball. So you're okay. nine to you. Number nine is another discussion round. Okay. Again, we're going to talk about 
This is now three for Moonraker. Mm. Just like the Moonraker goes, what the hell does that mean? Uh, okay, so this is your classic James Bond. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a vehicle, right? Uh, we're stealing a space shuttle. Yeah, Bond isn't gonna steal it. No, we, the franchise. As an audience, are going to witness this vehicle get stolen. So the third time, basically. Yeah, we had the Gemini capsule gets taken and and you only live twice. The submarine gets taken in The Spy Who Loved Me. The uh, space shuttle gets taken not two movies later. And all in the Mm -hmm. basically being enveloped by a larger... Yeah, sort of a movie later. Oh, yes. That's why it makes it so egregious. Like... That, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. They just went, let's do Spy Who Loved Me, but put it in space because of Star Wars. So it's really like two sins. Yeah. And now don't get me wrong. I love it. <laughs> what do you think, like, what do you think is the, what part of this cold open do you find the most egregious? Well, I like that it has two distinct things. Like the the space shuttle flying off the back of the jet plane is awesome. And well, hang on, I, it's almost like oh no, that's that's a scene. But then the skydiving stunts are incredible. But the tone is a little too campy. It's for me. crazy. Yeah, and he the, flaps his I fucking know. arms. But this is also where they're like <laughs> like you know when you're sitting in that theater for the first time and you see Jaws come into frame, you're like thrilled everybody's yeah, thrilled. Yeah. they're eating it up this was a huge hit it has not gone down historically as one of the better bond films but it was really big at the time i love it it's fun to watch but it's really too campy and the way it ends with that graphic of jaws landing on the net that looks so bad i don't know it just kind of really fizzles out but mm. yeah, james you know i don't have a real strong recollection of this one you better search your soul yeah so where did i i'm just gonna remind myself where i put this on the list moonraker i had as 20 oh wow yeah you that's right you had it quite low yeah so the we should be mentioning that uh when we get yeah. to these sometimes where we have low ones um not to tell you your business <laughs> But I am starting my own James Bond podcast <laughs> that just gets shit done. <laughs> not it's actually to, effective. Not, yeah. to, not to tell you your business. <laughs> so why so low for you exactly? Um, because I really don't remember it. But oh. maybe because what you said, it's, it's derivative in terms of it's, it's a larger vehicle enveloping a small vehicle. Yeah. Um, but, it seems a little opportunistic with the, with the Star Wars uh, you know, piggybacking onto Star Wars, much like the shuttle piggybacks on the 747. Nice. Um, but what the, are you <laughs> remembering the skydiving sequence? No, I don't. Oh, so that's the real gem. Though, so yeah, I that's think. why yeah, I'm wrong. I think, yeah, I think that is why you're wrong <laughs> and can, and can be faulted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. It's probably great. What happens is bond is pushed out, out of an, no, he f- jumps out of an airplane after someone with a parachute. He has no parachute. Gets their parachute, and then Jaws comes down with his parachute, and they fight in the air. Right. All while free-falling. Yeah. Yeah. They're fighting over one parachute. Is that yes. right? Yes. Yes. But, I, you know, it is a little bit ruined by the, the skydiving double wearing goggles. Yeah. Mm. The guy playing Jaws isn't particularly large. <laughs> it's hard to body double Richard Keel, I think. I understand. That's yeah. right. But it's not that hard to get a smaller man. You know mm. what I mean? 
So oh, you can do it with so like, like three quarters oh, size. perspective. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You like get a jockey. What if you got a fourteen-year-old who was really good at skydiving? Yeah, they're that's going to exist, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my nephew Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, if you're out there, I'm li- I'd like to remake this opening <laughs> scene. Okay. You know, why not redouble people? Do you know what I mean? Like, why not go back, George Lucas style? Oh. And instead of doing new CG, you get better doubles. Better doubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And reshoot the whole thing? No, no. Just reshoot the shots that are doubled. I see. Uh-huh. Intercutting with the shots of the real actors. Seems like a long way to go. Well, pretty soon, we're all going to be doing it. <laughs> I'm playing Powerball every week. So, okay. Okay. When it hits. I've got a plan. When All, it right. Hits. Uh, All right. Is it to me number 8? Yes, but we should mention there's still three we're films. In a, we're in a we're in a mush. Here. Not even mentioned. Yeah. Three films gold. I think I'm about to mention one that Holy has not been mentioned. Christ. Okay. All right. So, hold on. Okay. We're in All right. A, number 8. Number 8 for me is Goldfinger. Yes, okay. okay. That's Goldfinger's on the board. Okay. Number eight for me from Russia with Love. It's time to talk F Russia W Love. (laughs) (laughs) From Russia with Love. Look, okay. It's great. It's just uh, first time we've seen it. Sort of is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's the first time we've seen it, and you know, I'm going to put myself back. I'm going to I'm going to take a step back to 1963. You know what? I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the theater excited for this new James Bond movie. I'm gonna see Sean Connery. Clearly, Sean Connery. Although they they are doing something to his face, makeup wise, to mm-hmm. make you go. What's going on looks there? A little waxy. What's going on there? It yeah. seems a little weird. He's got a face toupee. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> face star. Yeah. Um, right. He's got a little Hannibal Lectering going. And on. then I see fucking <laughs> the greatest actor of our time, Robert Shaw. Yeah. The late great yeah. Robert Shaw. Yeah. True, uh, true. I mean, if you watch that guy's career, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. it is insane. Um, but, you know, you see a very formidable-looking man chasing Bond in the dark. It's crazy that he's Red Grant and Quint. I know. Jaws. Then he's in The Sting. Yeah. He's unbelievable. And my, one of my favorites, Forrest 10 from Navarone. Yeah. Oh, God. God. Man for All Seasons? Is that him? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. He's amazing. He's one of those guys that you just never think of him as acting. You just go like, that's yeah. him. Even yeah. though he plays different roles. You know, while they're making Jaws, he was living on a boat and would not go back to England because he owed them so much in Taxes. Was it coincidence wow. he was living on a boat, or was he some kind of... No, it was coincidence. <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for enjoying James Bonding. That is the end of the podcast. <laughs> It's a quick. This has to be one of the shortest. Yeah, I like it. I think it's like uh, what I like about it. Why it's so high for me? Not only is it in one of my favorite James Bond movies of all time, Love from Russia with Love. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a cold open. It's a very like quick injection of of curiosity. You're like, who is this person that's killing this James Bond lookalike? Right, like you know, twist. Yeah, yeah, twist. Yeah, it's got a bad cutaway to a mask that is then peeled off. But I think overall, yeah, I think it's really good, really solid. It's outdone certainly by later films, but you can't fault that number one. Yeah, for me, I have it at fourteen. Where do you have it, James? Um, 
Remind me which one we're talking from about. From our show with love. <laughs> Where did exhausted. I mention? Oh, I had that at 13. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So similar. Yeah. So far off from no. each other. Okay. No, no. All right. Amp, what's next? For me, number eight. You said, wait, what was your number eight? Goldfinger. Okay. Goldfinger. From Russia with Love. From Russia with Love. For me, Quantum of Solace. Okay. Yeah. Is that two for Quantum? That's two that is for two quantum. for Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's a no. No, no discussion. No, no discussion needed. No discussion on that one. Seven yet. for me is, I don't know where we are with this, it's on Her Majesty's seven. Secret oh. Service. That's oh, three that's got to be talking about it, right? It's to talk about We've got to talk about it. Majesty's, yeah. Okay. You've already mentioned that you didn't like the sped up fighting. This one has so much of that um, over-cranking of the camera. Or mm-hmm. under, I guess it's under-cranking. Uh, probably under-cranking. Yeah. Uh, that it just is ridiculous to me. Mm. It's a lot of that in combination with all the stuff pretty much being shot day for night. Yeah. yeah. It just, in some way it's interesting to watch as a, as a weird experiment of like artificial. I kind of, yeah, see, I think I fall on that side of it Mm. in that I like the look of it. I could see that. And I don't, I don't even mind the, uh, under cranking as much as it bothers you but the look of it on the beach with that day for night Mm -hmm. look i i really like and there's something very different about it to me yeah with the boat stuff and it it, it's intriguing to me that he's following her out there and watching her and then runs i don't quite get it and then i i i really like this one that's why it's very one i underrated i think this and actually tomorrow never dies may maybe i underrated both of them when i think about it oh really yeah um, yeah, I feel like this one is, I just, I, I don't know. It's just, where did you I have this, Matt? 21. Ooh, it, I had it, it 16. It, it fails for me only in, in that it's, this never happened to the other film. That really, really knocks it down for me too. Like it, it, it kicks it in the balls. Really? Yeah. yeah. You don't mind it. I don't mind it because I feel like they're addressing the elephant in the room. It's a new guy. It's the first time they've had a different Bond. But there's no logical reason for James Bond to be saying this out loud. But what is okay, it? Okay, that's your second logic. Nope. Oh, I'll take <laughs> it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll yeah. mark it down. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's for no the record I have used no logic. No logic. In this entire podcast. <laughs> you should be proud of that. Yeah. No, it's, you're it, right. There is no reason. They could have addressed it had they done it with another character in the movie, saying it about, saying it, just saying those words out loud that could have been vague and... Could have been about anybody, but we would know it was addressing the thing. But he like, does say the other guy. He doesn't say Sean Connery. I know. But is who, this the only yeah. time Bond has broken the fourth wall? We've probably discussed this. <laughs> it, it, I, I, Good I'm, God, I hope. I would think that that's... And, and spoken to the camera. Maybe he takes a sly kind of look to the cameras. I don't even think there's I don't think that. he's done that. He's looked to cameras, but it's been cameras that are within the world of... Yes, like Bond. surveillance cameras. Yeah. I I disagree in that I think that is a kind of a good way to handle where we have a new guy and he's referencing the fact that he's a new guy. I would say yes for a Roger Moore film, but it feels out of place in this film. He doesn't really repeat that same kind of cheekiness, Mm -mm. if you will. I think that it is, for me, the addressing... The addressing of the fact that this is not Sean Connery is... I just don't... I just don't like it straight down the barrel of the fucking camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't either. I like the line. If he delivered the line to somebody, you know, like... As opposed to you? As opposed to me at yeah. home watching it. I, that's that's where I just sort of go, oh, come on. Yeah. So that's why that's why it's ranked so low. For okay. me. That's why I had it at number 21. The fights are good. They're brutal. Yeah. The, they yeah, are good. That undercranking again is just... 
He looks good. Looks he good, does look yeah. good. You know, he's a, he's a good Bond. I would have liked to have seen him in more, but at the end of the day, I'm happy with how things ended. And I'll also say, you know, we were talking about the the Aston Martins. Yeah. This is my favorite Aston, Aston Martin. Right? Oh, it's yeah. so good. The DBS, yeah. which is awesome. I yeah. saw... It's between this and the, and the Vantage in the... Uh, I saw a baby a blue um, DB11 the other day. Mm. In the in the Sony parking lot, uh, and I just was like, "What the who's driving?" Baby this? blue, baby blue. It is looked, the DB11 the Casino it Royale? Great. It's the one. At, well, they only made so many of the DB10. Uh huh. They made like ten of them. Oh really? Yeah, uh-huh. they made like the one for the movie, and then like nine others to roll. Yeah, and now uh, they go to eleven, and then they did the <laughs> DB11. <laughs> so is that the Quantum of Solace one? It's one more. No, it's the one after. It looks like it Why looks like the Spectre one. No, it Matt. looks like the Spectre one. Jesus! Oh, oh it does yeah. look like the Spectre one. I don't Spectre like one. those ones. Yeah, yeah. But in Baby Blue, I was like, well, I feel weird about yeah, this. Well, I don't know how to feel about this. I was our like, newborn needed a car, and it was a boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he felt that it wasn't masculine enough to have a. If you're out there, Mister Sony, yeah, <laughs> who are you, David Sony? David Sony. Uh, the head of Sony, one of the heads of Sony, the studios is David uh, Sony. We see, you know, they're CC'd on all of our scripts and stuff for the Goldbergs, and I always see it, and it's Chris Parnell is his name, and I just think it's oh, not right. the Chris. Parnell. I just think it's very yeah. funny that we're sending yeah. our scripts that's to not right. actually Chris Parnell. <laughs> are you on the Sony lot then? Yeah. Okay. You, you are too. Do you ever swing over? Work? Oh, I worked over there a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a great. Um, um, you are doing music, right? You mm-hmm. do music, and you, so you work over. Like off the Streisand like stage? Like next to the Streisand yeah. stage. Yeah. I smoke over there a lot. We should say okay. hello. Yeah, yeah. Next, next time you're there. Next time I'm yeah. there. great. You guys have a great time. Yeah, we will. Let's go now. Matt, we'll do it's it great. without you. No. It's going to be great. great. It's going to be very convenient when I need to start recording podcasts during the day at lunch and we can just pull Pigs. a guest over. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just be over at uh, Sunset Gower Studios in the, tri- in the corner trying to get in. I'll telegram. <laughs> telegram. <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can do a Matt. Telegram. Telegram. Yeah, that'll pass. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Where did we just leave off? Uh, we left off at uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. But who said, who said that? that? Not me. I guess I did. You did. Wait, what? No, I have it at 16. Oh, I have it at 7. There you go. Yeah, was seven. it me? It was you. I'm sorry. It was you. We were having have so fun much fun. in the Sony lot. A couple of re- <laughs> reach-arounds. Uh, Skafall. For number 7? Yeah. That's 2 for Skyfall. Where do I have Skyfall? Did I say Skyfall? Yeah, too? you already did, I think. Or no, I did. I had it at 13. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm yeah. Okay. All right, uh, number seven for me, which is the second mark for this, that's Goldfinger. Is that now. a discussion? Gold, no, two. Just a two. So the only ones not on the board now are Spy Who Loved Me and Casino Royale, which means we're all giving those their due. Mm. <laughs> Guys, I just want you to know, I'm going to the point of no return mentally real quick. They're, so they're due. It's going to get weird pretty it's soon. It's happening. Okay. All right. Okay. We're on to number six. Coming in at number six. <laughs> it's the spy who loves me. I don't care if you do the whole rest of the podcast like this. Oh, I'm in. Uh, spy who loves me is on the board. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. I, and, and frankly, surprised it came in this soon. Uh, number six. I, I don't even remember. For me, we haven't. We can't talk about it yet. Wow. Number six for me is Quantum of Solace. No, then that's three. That's three for Quantum of Solace. We, we can talk. We're talking Quantum. Let's talk about it. Okay. Now, James, you had it. I ranked this pretty low. low. Matt and I had it pretty close. You had it at six. I have it at eight. Uh huh. In fairness, I haven't seen this for a long time, but 
<laughs> it's here's gotta, what I here's here's the negative. It's gonna knock me, your yeah. dick off next time you watch it. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what my memory tells me is that a it's picking up directly where we left off. So yeah. you lose a little bit if you hadn't if you don't remember exactly where we left off. Sure. Okay. Sure. We'll Although, you but that. you've come in with other Bond movies with a mystery you don't know, like with Honor a mystery. Rich, but this is literally service. picking up the next moment. Yeah. It right? does. It does yeah. not reward an unloyal viewer. That's correct. Okay. But it doesn't punish him for that. No, that that's true. Yeah. I mean, it might as well be some unconnected scene, I right. guess. Right? right. Then the second thing is just the way it's shot. To me, it was very like super extreme close-ups to where mm-hmm. I feel like the action gets it scattered. Is, I can't fault. I can't follow what's it's going on. It's a little on. hard to tell. It sometimes, yeah. And then I, I just start to feel like it's just action for action's sake, and I and I'm mm-hmm. not invested. <laughs> I find it to be a kinetic thrill ride with high octane rewards. I, okay. <laughs> I, I I couldn't argue with that. I couldn't argue that any better. I, I think that it is the best car chase we've seen in a James Bond film. Agreed. I think it is the one of the best fight sequences we've seen in a James Bond film in the fact that, I mean, it's a chase, but it's a fight. Like, I mean, it's brutal. I like, think once mm. you figure out the layout and geography of that sequence where that bar is jutted out of the semi and grabs his door, once you understand that, yeah. it comes together. But it is a fault of the sequence that even the first time I watched it, I went, oh, I guess that happened. I had to put it together retroactively. Oh, uh, okay. Right. But I did that like a minute or like a couple seconds after it happened. Went, oh, I see. That's what happened with that truck. It had this bar sticking out. Yeah. They don't do a good job of, of showing you exactly what it means, I mean, it's but, frenetic. Yeah. That's why. It's very frenetic. I think it's very frenetic. Very frenetic. I think it's like, it's, I mean, it's oh, just such a good chase. that helicopter opening shot coming in over the water with that violin music. Something like that. There's a lot of grain in that shot too. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I mean, Low, they do some color treatment. Shot. I think some of the color treatment they do hurts the movie, uh, or rather, but this hurts is just that film grain. Yeah, yeah, it's just for some reason what it probably because whatever camera they're using on the helicopter couldn't be some fancy camera yeah. or something. But I just love the way it looks. Oh, and then the sound design in this thing: get out of town, get in a car, and drive through a tunnel, and get hit by a semi with a bar sticking out. I love that it's like Audis versus Aston Martin. Yeah, the cars mm. look beautiful. The sounds of the machine guns, just meaty thuds with high pitched shell casings. <laughs> I mean, the sound mix in this is 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 almost as good as the sound mix in Heat. Yeah, that's true. I will say this this opening sequence gets me watching this movie more than probably the movie itself necessarily would. But I do like watching this movie. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. James, have you come around? Yeah, you guys are making great points. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. I, I, I have seen this movie maybe one and a half times. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's... You're due. I'm, I'm due. You're due and, for and a second. Probably... You're due for a full two and a half times. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. owe each of you long essays. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. And, uh, we'll post to, it right after I'll have my to schedule. A flight. Think piece. Do a think piece. A think if piece. You mind. In defense yeah. of Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. There'll uh, be a stern letter. Matt, you're already looking at your list, and you're making me nervous because I'm not done gushing. Over no, you this. can absolutely okay. gush. I just wanted to make sure I had. Uh, I thought I had missed something, but I did not miss. Okay. Something. The way he dispatches that other car with a one-handed machine gun twirl around that also doesn't seem crazy it doesn't seem like that's something from a rambo movie mm. or like uh, the rock would do in a real furious car movie mm. it somehow <laughs> still seems 
like like believable and then the way that car goes over the cliff is neither spectacular but is somehow still thrilling and it doesn't blow up right it's just beefy to the point nutritious but somehow tasty <laughs> it's uh, like the most delicious nutritious fast food i've ever had fast food i'm matt corley it's such an exciting i mean i just remember being so blown away by the chase watching in the theater like and also you know let's let's not remember they lost the stuntman doing this movie Mm. and doing that chase sequence but no no it was like they wasn't it it wasn't during shooting they just when was it i don't think wasn't it just like he was driving the car to and from set or something? Oh, dear. Hold on. You guys... That's a sadder way to go. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. Well, I, to, I mean, I was going to yeah. get a lot more points than I needed if this guy was just dying. Oh, you gave it points for transpo. him losing his life? I mean, the man, well, you know, the ultimate film sacrifice. That's true. You know, much like uh, the Twilight Zone movie. Right. You know, the, anytime. Whatever his name is. Anytime someone passes. Right. But it, does the shot need to be used for you to have that feeling? No, or, no, no, no. As long you as know. you die. You know, it's why The Crow is the greatest movie ever made. It's not. It's not. I'm just making that up right now. <laughs> no, you're right. Hold on. Let me put the mic up. Hmm. He played a villain chasing James Bond's Aston Martin DB5 in an Alfa Romeo 159 along. Yeah. Oh, shit. What? I have a call with my agent and manager right now. I'll take I it. forgot about. Right now? Hmm. Yeah. We're so close to the end. Tell him I'm not here. Should we pause recording? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Uh, okay. That's that was us having to take a break because Matt had to take a call, and rather than go through the whole look up the uh, stuntman dying thing, he did die doing a stunt, <laughs> and so we just came in with, "Oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay, that's quantum of solace. That that is that yeah, is still trying to wrap it up a little. Before that is it's time, huh? Quas. <laughs> you, would you like to talk more about? No, it? I just want to watch it. I mean, Maybe it's I'm so great. I, it's I think so I great. need to see it again. God, if if I had my turn to pick all over, I'd choose that movie right now. I think. You know, what we never got what as as children of the eighties. Um, you know, mixtapes were great. You make your own mixtapes constantly. We we just sure. we never got mix videos. So like I'd like a, a supercut of all the Bond cold opens and just sit down and watch it. Yeah. I bet fun? there's probably a YouTube playlist I, of that. I was going to say, isn't YouTube kind of the mixed uh, videos? All right, wouldn't Lod- be that a logic tough. strike. James. <laughs> yeah. it's oh, a logic strike right there. Oh. It's two. That's okay. two. Jeez. Matt has yet to use any of his. Up. I am logic free. <laughs> Have no fear. Have no fear. <laughs> all right, my number six. Mm-hmm. Is The Living Daylights. That's two for The Living Daylights. It must have scared The Living Daylights. You're going to have to hold over. your breath on that one. <gasps> it ain't coming up yet. Wow. Oh, nice. nice. All right. We're on to number five. Number five. Still Casino Royale, the only one without a mention here mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. Breaking the Bond pre-titles season Pistol Shrimps Radio. <laughs> for number five, I have Skyfall. That's three for Skyfall. Skiffle. Hmm. Mm. All right, let's talk about it. Let's mm. talk about it. I have it. You have it pretty low. Top of my bottom half. Top, top, bottom. I can't remember now which one this was. <laughs> Motorcycle chase across buildings followed Thank by you. a train. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I don't know. This one 
has what I have now established is my favorite thing about cold openings. Was that? People monitoring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it really is. It, it, you're right. It is yeah, another people I, monitoring. I, I, I do think that weakens it a bit. It's got good tension. I don't, you know, we've talked about how I don't like the face replacement on the motorcycles. I don't like that there just happens to be a chain lying around right where they're fighting on the top of the train. Is that a logic hit? Yeah. Come on. The chain thing? Yeah. You're getting it. It's not logical. Boom. Oh, yeah, I guess It doesn't have to be logical. I do like the way it ends. I love the setup of Money Penny. I love the introduction of Money Penny. Mm. I love the... I love the motorcycle chase across the bazaar. Yeah, I don't. I love the the clear shots of his Omega Planet Ocean that you see on my wrist right now. Wow. <laughs> uh, I love the uh, suit he's in. This Tom Ford suit is yeah, out of sight. Suit. Yeah. I think he is... You can tell he's very upset about getting shot. He doesn't want the shot. I love that. What is that? A backhoe? I love that whole thing. It's amazing. I think he should have come right out of that thing after Ronson dies in that little, wherever they are, that flat, and have the shootout in the bazaar, but skip the motorcycle thing and go straight to the trains. It's a little bit too much for me. Yeah. I think, because also the motorcycle sequence is very cursory. It doesn't move the plot along at all. Nothing significant happens in it. I like, it's a cold open. I know, but it does happen. Yeah, it does. It's something, but it just, it just, come on. I like this. Uh, (laughs) It's just there for a gratuitous stunt. And I know that there are those in other ones, but they they move you from point A to point B. This just gets you to the train. But with bad CG replacement. Yeah. Face replacement. I like your owner. The. You, that's like your Wigdar. That's your modern day Wigdar. I do have a Face thing where like artificial visual things do stick out to me in so a way did, that so did, I can't. Were you just so disturbed by the Rogue One Grand Moff talking? Well, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. I mean, eventually that one I kind of came along on, but by the time Leia came around, I was like, what? Yeah. What am I that's playing? A, that's a different even thing. That's a complete, <laughs> that's a complete body replacement. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know. I really like this because of the i mean part of it is how it plays into the into the opening into the song yeah that is, that is great yeah and how the mm-hmm. i mean yeah, you, you do sort of have to like think about the opening credits of these when you're talking about a cold open oh well i mean that's going to be a entirely separate ranking yeah. on its own but um i do it's the it's it's much like You Only Live Twice, which we have not talked about yet. Uh, <laughs> you see James Bond die, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or you think. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you're like, boy, I've got to wait through this song to figure out how they get around this. Because I've yeah. seen the trailer, and he's certainly in it more. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a lot of cut scenes from this movie. <laughs> um but yeah, I like the act. I like the Land Rover, disco- the mm-hmm. Defender, uh, chasing through the city. I like that Money Penny's not a great driver, mm-hmm. um, and I like that she's also not a great shot. Not a great chef. Shot. Shot. Chef. <laughs> you can tell that from this. How can you tell? Uh, the way it ends is great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's what put it up there in my list. The whole thing with M and take the shot. And the way he falls from the bridge looks amazing. Yeah, and I'll say in this case, I think the monitoring does doesn't detract from it. I think it yeah. adds to it in that it's it, she's specifically telling to do something which he refuses to do, and it I think it adds to the tension 
as opposed to if he was by himself, right. deciding not to do it, we wouldn't mm-hmm. feel that. Do you find the um, the cuff straightening mm. when he jumps into the train? I think they pull that off brilliantly. I mean, it is... Okay, I'm, I'm going to just disagree slightly. Yeah. I, I think they pull it off okay, but I feel like that's another CG shot with the stuff happening yeah. around him. It's not yeah. that they yeah. replaced his face. Yeah. But again, it's a land-on-the-couch type moment to me. You know, it's another, like, things oh, don't really? go bad for him. It's like, it, it's... I, he, do, I did somehow in that moment, because of his acting, believe, yeah. believe that character. But then when you also think about it, he's already been shot. He's not a cuff-straightening... To me, he's not a cuff-straightening guy at all anyway. That's interesting. I find him I love to the, be, but not in a Brosnan preening way, just more of almost like in a get comfortable sort of way what do you think something. of the volkswagen beetles <laughs> just that they're in there for like marketing yeah even? that's those take me out of it a bit especially it's because she mentions them. yeah oh yeah i love yeah. the brute force with which he tears off the back of that train yeah with the backhoe mm. that's great but it's almost like he doesn't mean to tear it off he just means to latch on so he can get across and it just pulls itself apart yeah hmm. yeah this one's probably better than i have it Boy, yeah, I feel I like we're reminding you a lot of. Well, of no, I'm just missed. open to opinions and ration, rationale, and well, you, frankly, logic. Do well, you? Fe- <laughs> oh, I got a point no, you for didn't, that. You didn't. I didn't write it. Oh, okay. You only have no, one point. Right. You only have one logic point right now. All right, and it seems like the it's the face thing that pulls you out, definitely. Yeah, uh, which I agree, and and I kind of that's the the one thing that I miss about the earlier bonds is like you know they did practical yeah. stunts, and I am a big proponent of practical stunts. If you can't really do it. I mean, obviously, they did They did a lot of fake stunts, too. It was a lot of just blue screen that well, they did. Now that I'm thinking of it. It is a so. practical stunt, because there's stuntmen doing it. It's right. just shooting it in as such where they need to do face replacement, I think, was a mistake. In the old days, they would have just pulled back yeah. and just left it the other guy. Well, it's like yeah. that shot in uh, Terminator 2 when the motorcycle mm. is jumping into the L.A. River. Which he just replaced. He replaced the glass. No. But he did face he replacement. He did the face for replacement the, for the new for the edition. 3D? Yeah. I got to see that. Yeah. Man, that that was always my. But mind. I bet that will that probably also very be bothersome. seamless too, because it's camera and there's something about this I one that's fucking... blurry and fuzzy, and it just doesn't look right. I don't know. Wow. Also, the, I think the thing that bugs me too is that on these Turkish bazaar tile, like Tuscan tile roofs, they just happen to have these flat peaks that you can ride a motorcycle across. It all, it just all seems very... <laughs> Don't you think a location scout would notice that? And go, no, I know, that's but, where we're going. Yeah, but it just seems too <laughs> convenient to me. Logic. Oh, shit, I knew it when I said it. Yeah. We are tied for logic? That we're, can't be. We're all caught up we're in a three-way time. tie for logic. Oh. Uh, once you get your third strike, you're allowed to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a reward. Okay. Who said Number the last five. one? Oh, that was you, right? I said Skyfall for number five. Is that right? I said Skyfall for five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So no, I said it. You did? No. <laughs> Who said I see, Skyfall? I have Skyfall five. What's your five, Matt? Oh, guys, you guys Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Goldeneye. That's two for Goldeneye. Mm. And you'll know I haven't voted yet. That's amazing. Don't look at my paper. I think it's next. Oh, it I think it's it? Matt's five, too. I don't know. Number five. For me, Octopussy. That's two Ooh, for Octopussy. Mm. That's not three for Octopussy? Nope. This is out of control. I this know. is out you, of control. You had it very uh, low on your list. I had yeah. 13, right in the middle. Oh, right in the middle. 13? That's yeah. right. Okay, I take that yeah. back. All right, we're in the, well, we're now in the top five, so. 
This um, is unbelievable. This is an exciting time for everybody here. Although we have one, two, I don't know three, how we're going to do this. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, still not talked about. <laughs> Will everyone be a talk about at this point? No, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, okay. I don't understand the math of this. Well, I don't <laughs> because we oh, have we more could than five tunes. We have fifteen. We could conceivably say fifteen things. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's on to number four. On to four. James. Octopussy. That's, that's, that's there the we go. Octopussy. We're going to talk to Octopussy. This is okay. the last great unrelated. Cold open. And I love it. It's yes. campy. It's fun. It's got My, all the best of both breath worlds. Of Practical stunts. What's your favorite thing about this cold open? Because I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question as soon as you do. The flip around hat. Yes, you're 100% correct. <laughs> How it can go from just loose to stiff and no no problem by around, turning it inside out. Yeah. The flip around hat uniform. It's a really a triple threat. It's the yeah, it's the, the jacket, mustache. the mustache and the hat. That just <laughs> really makes me go, "Roger, you're the best." The horse, the, the fake horse, horse, horse. Oh, it's got to, you know, come into the gas station at the end. Yeah, it's really. I fill her up. I love it. I you love, had it low. Who had it low? You had uh, it. I had it fairly low. I had it at thirteen. I had it the lowest. I think of the three of us, right? Yeah, yeah. I got it at five. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I had it right in the middle. Um, I just really, I love. Here's one thing that takes me out of it. If 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 I could be so bold, yeah. The the stick that the jet is attached to. As it's driving through the, as it's being driven through the hangar. Did you uh, notice that the first time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did. The yeah. first time? Oh, I didn't. I did not yeah. notice that. Uh, you mean the, not the stick in the jet, but the one that's holding up yeah, the jet? Yeah, the one that's is propping it, it That is up. basically driving. It is yeah. driving, yeah. It's True. literally really on the back of yeah. a truck or something, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And they're doing their best to practically hide it. Yeah. Um, you know, and they weren't going to CG out any wires at that point in time. So they did a great job for the time. Yeah. And that miniature of the and that miniature. when it blows up. Oh. Or also coming out of the hangar, the it's that force perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the force perspective is great. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Ah, oh, man. That, see, I, that, I love a cold open that you can just watch by itself and nothing I, before or after matters. I love a Cuban sequence. dictator. How many of them right. are there? While you guys talk, I'm going to go through yeah. there. And it's not a generic scene. It really seems like it could be a piece of some other... It could be the culmination of another mission. It doesn't just seem like, let's go skiing and have him shot at. Right. It really does seem like it's got these details. Yeah. And I like the uh, I like the fact that the... Uh, my mail is coming. That's what you hear. Ah. Also, you hear the attest to see if my dog is here, uh, which he is not. Otherwise, my dog would be eating the mail. Okay. Attacks the mail slot constantly. Um, I love the fact that you see a nameless, I like a nameless girl helping him mm-hmm. in, the, in the beginning. I like the fact that the jet is brought in in a, in a horse car that has a fake ass in it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's so ridiculous <laughs> and so great at the same time. The mustache, the thing that's going to make him some sort of Spanish-speaking general is a mustache. It's like, come I know. On. this is like... Right. This is surprising to me. Go ahead, sir. There are, to, according to my calculations, there are really only five cold opens that are separate from the movie plot-wise. There are a couple that are kind of separate, like For Your Eyes, For Your Eyes Only is separate from the movie, but it's still a Blofeld connection. No, I'd call that separate. Okay. Um, but also Living Daylights feels like its own thing, but then it's still that, that assassin there factors in later mm-hmm. in the movie so we won't count that spy who loved me feels like its own mission but that's tied in as well so they are 
if I'm not mistaken, Tomorrow Never Dies, right? Is no, that that's tied thing? in. It is? That is tied All in. All right. So we've only got Thunderball, mm-hmm. For Your Eyes Only, Moonraker, even though Jaws carries through that, but plot-wise, I don't think it's connected. The Space Shuttle. Oh, right, but I guess I'm just thinking of that skydiving, but you're right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Space Shuttle. Yeah. So it's just Thunderball. It's Goldfinger, Thunderball. For Your Eyes Only, Goldfinger, and Octopussy. Yeah. So what we're always craving for is actually quite the exception to yeah. the rule. In Octopussy, is he mimicking? Is he trying to look like another guy? Did like did he steal somebody's ID badge and he looks like him now with the mustache, yeah. or is he making up a guy? I think no, because the guy shows up and they see each other. and they see him, and it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, they do look a lot alike. Okay, right, yeah. and yeah. it was just with and the, one with guy the, does have a mustache. The power of a pencil pencil thin mustache. I can't believe there are only four unrelated cold opens, and then I still think for your eyes only is. Barely passable for that, and I, I love that. I, I love that little plane. By the way, the little yeah. BD, yeah, BD that five. little tiny jet that uh, I yeah. think recently sold at auction. Hmm. Anyway, hashtag Octopussy Strong. That's please. right, and also hashtag Rank the Bond pretitle <laughs> rankings because how we're what time a, we're at one forty five. Jesus, so we're not in our we're not in our we're not super long in the tooth yet because okay, of okay. the fact that we've done a three plus hour podcast. That's right. What, which, which one was that? Octopussy. Octopussy. Oh, yeah. I was there. Yeah. That's see, it's normal to me because that's the only sure. one I was, what is the comment until now here? This is interesting. <laughs> interesting. I'm long winded. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Number four. Oh. Four for Matt, Myra. Yeah. Yes. Uh, number four, three, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Wait, where is it? We're having a problem here. Ah, Dr. No. That's three okay. for Dr. No. That's high, very high on the list for you. List. Yeah. yeah. I it's, like this one. Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me because I was not even, I kind of fought even throwing it in because of the fact that it actually isn't a cold open. It's not a pre We're just, yeah. we're retconning it as a cold open, right. which I find to be a little distasteful on our part. Um, well, they but it's getting such that. a high ranking because it's, Fucking the first James Bond movie. It's also mm-hmm. good. I like it. Yeah. I mean, there's a twist. Three, the three blind, blind mice. mice. Da, da, da. Right. L- looks but, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Strangway death is great. Yeah. Especially after he tips them. Or not tips yeah. them. Yeah. And then the. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> there are people monitoring Strangway. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, as one of old my technology, one of my favorite bits of monitoring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it gets it gets such a high ranking for me because it's the first one. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's defining the genre. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. So that's your Doctor No for me. Okay. Right. Three, my number three, four, uh, three unconnected killings that are actually connected. Yeah. It's time to talk. Goldeneye. Bum bum bum. Okay. This is the bungee jump one? Yeah. Okay. But so much more. No, I'm just using yeah. that as a, a little shortcut. And you may say to yourself, selves, mm-hmm. why is Matt Gorley putting a Brosnan one up so high? I've, That's a great I've question. I've always said this opening is spectacular. Yeah. It's truly spectacular in the sense that it's one of the more death-defying stunts we see a man do. The dive after the plane. The dive and... Well, we all, we've also seen it in Moonraker. He dives after a parachute, so it's not the first time Bond has done it. Well, let's talk about this, the, the bungee dive, then. 
Well, that's for talking dives. Kids are doing that on spring break. But to go to dive to jump down, right? Mm -hmm. To then pull a gun, a grappling gun, without having been bounced back up in the air yet. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say it because I will get a logic point. No, you don't. But imagine what would be easier than that? Parachute. Well, that. Or just a, la- a long ladder, just rappelling down. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> but that's a lot slower. It is a lot slower. Let's say there's a spotlight sweeping across you could every free rappel. You know that whizz, like the Navy SEALs <sighs> right. do out of helicopters. Yeah. You know? But that's a that's a that's a. Uh, how high would you say that dam is? Twenty feet. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean that give or take two hundred. Force feet, perspective. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love this. Sequence. It's great. It's, it's I mean, it's it great. All. You've got it another double O in it. You've got another double O dying or seemingly dying. Uh, you've got the what you think is the big uh, set piece of it all is the you think is the di- the dam, and then all of a sudden he's on a on a cliff runway, uh, chasing a, a plane that has just gone over. This is also a testament to Martin Campbell again because it's not just the stunts; it's the way the stunts are shot. When he rides that motorcycle off the cliff, the camera's kind of pulling back too, and it just, just like the the Gives motion of the like, yeah, like the motorcycle falling at a different arc than the human. Right. And, you know, it just looks amazing. Plus, I think is the plane in the shot at the same time. It's all done in a wide at the same time. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, similar uh, idea to diving after a parachute and the, yeah. the plane is your parachute right. basically but it's nice i mean it's it's a good variation i think it's got some good miniature work when the place blows up some great miniature work yeah uh, it's got a the, one of the great uh intros to a bond which is him in a toilet mm. fitting one of the most fitting <laughs> look at look at things to come giving the franchise a swirly he comes in upside down on a toilet <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, I, do I didn't. The only thing I didn't understand is so this is the one where he goes. It's it's like the Russian underground bunker, basically. Is that am yeah, I right I about feel that? Like basically? it's built into the dam. Yeah, and he's 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 kind of moving that thing in front of him so that if they shoot it, the whole place will go up. Yeah, yeah. So the the part I didn't understand is he at the last minute does something, dives into like a chute of some kind, a conveyor a conveyor belt, conveyor belt, conveyor yeah. belt yeah. and it's firing as he's moving backwards. Yeah. And it, he's, is he firing at something that's going to launch those things out so he can style? What do you, we, we've discussed this, but he's, what he's firing at is the least uh, practical way to store those containers, which is those a, dangerous gas containers. The dangerous gas containers are stored uh, and only being held in by a gate with one latch uh-huh. and gravity. And springs behind them. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Okay. How they're loaded in there, I don't know. Spring loaded. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like when you go to a Seven Eleven and you and you pull a bottle of water off the shelf and the next bottle yeah. of water comes forward like too hard. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not. But I think you also. I didn't say anything about that, but you might want to chalk someone up for a logic point. Oh. There. Maybe both of you. I. It was more of a question. Right. But Matt <laughs> answered it. So Matt. All right. All right. I'll take it. We're almost to the top of the list. It's fine. I mean, you only get three logic strikes, and that's it. You can't talk about logic anymore. Done. All right. Me. Done. There's one one of these cold opens that I can't believe has not come up yet. It's it's good, but... It's not that good. Well, that means only one person hasn't brought up. I I think there's going to be some disagreement coming up, because my couple next ones you're not going to like. Well, let's just, before we decide, (laughs) we've got both Dalton films we have not yet discussed... We have well, that's just because you guys are crazy. Yeah, two Conneries, 
Yeah. One Roger Moore and one Daniel Craig left. Mm. But two Daltons, pound for pound, that means his his cold openings are ranking really high. I'm well, of, I've I'm, really tipped the scale. So I'm you guys of, put I'm out of Moore's. Uh, it's not I've me. I've got one more. Mm. <laughs> Is there a joke tally? Because that yeah. one was the mother load. Right, but you're not getting uh, coincidence is, is the oh, winner yeah. so far. Yeah. I'm going to actually write it down. Coincidence. <laughs> um, so you've already said Spy Who Loved Me, Matt? I thought James said that. I said Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, no, I haven't said Spy Who Loved Me. Sorry, I have so one more. Have one I have more. one more. <laughs> Where are we? Who went last? I did. Uh, no. I golden eyed. That was right? your four. I golden eyed, yes. Wait, I golden eyed. We both did. Did we both golden eyes? He's my number four. What's he for yours? She's oh, Dr. No's number too. four. Okay, so I golden eyed number four. All right. Okay. We're on to number three here, but we still have one, two, three, four, five, six films left to discuss. Okay. Mm-hmm. So each one of these is going to be a discuss. Mm-hmm. Seems like three it. left on the list. Seems like it. Okay. All right. For three, I, I know I'm... I'm Really tip the scales here, but I have license to kill. You're insane, but it, it is insane. But acceptable. That, yeah, let's that hear this. I, I'm okay. all ears now. I like the sequence, but I'm wondering why it's here's up there why so I high. like. It's not that I think it's such a great actiony sequence, but I like the fact that it's like a mini self-contained movie. Mm-hmm. In that it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that this is the one. If I'm remembering it right, it's the going to Felix Leiter's wedding. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Then they get diverted. Uh, they go off to, to handle Robert Davi. Yeah. Well, they try to handle him. They try I mean, to handle Robert, handle Robert Davi. Robert Davi. Yeah, no one can. As you know, it's uh, yeah. nearly impossible. <laughs> the wedding's going on. Terry from Three's Company is waiting at the altar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the teacher they, they, from Red Dawn is their buddy. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and then they chase down Robert Davi, who escapes in the, in the little Cessna. Yeah. They go after it with the Coast Guard helicopter, which is a. This, to me, this is is a great practical thing yes, where they have the helicopter definitely. flying up behind the plane. I love just the shot where you can see both of them. I always get excited when you can see two planes yeah. flying close to each other like that. Yeah, that's true. He he decides to go fishing, <laughs> drops down the the yep. the, the hook. Yeah. Hooks it on, and then the plane just stops flying. Which they you, do which it, it's yeah. like you don't even think about until you kind of don't know where this is going. And then you realize, right, it would stop flying basically. Yeah. Although it seems like if you really hit the, this is not a logic point. <laughs> well, you, you have none left. I have none left, so I'm saying this is totally logical. <laughs> but the thing stops flying, and then they parachute out. Yeah. And land at they the land wedding. At they the wedding. To, they just right over the wedding. I'm saying this is good. Yeah. But they just parachute right into the wedding, a la maybe the in-laws. And they're there for the way. I, to me, it's it's like a nice. The reason I gave it such a high rating is because it's a nice, like, little mini movie with a, like a nice payoff of the. And wedding. You get the little joke at the end with the parachutes is the wedding train, like the yeah, yes, yeah, right, exactly. So I I, I realize that this is probably a, a just a thing of mine, but that's why it's there. I love it. Uh, I love it uh, in the sense that it's good to see Felix and 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 what I'm guessing is Quarles' friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coral's cousin. Yeah. Well, you have Coral, you have Coral Jr., and, and Coral the Third. Yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, right? Isn't that what they're telling us? I think so. I mean, come is on. it? I feel no. like that's. Do they call him by name? No, his name is Sharky. Right. You don't think he's Coral's buddy? Well, from Crab Key. Oh, he may be. Yeah, he's from Crab Key. Yeah. On. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's a lot of fun. And as far as the Dalton, the Daltons go. 
I have this license to kill. I have ranked higher than your living daylights. That's mm-hmm. cr- crazy talk. I don't understand. Well, we'll talk about we'll it. it. We'll get we'll, it. Yeah. Well, ha- we have to get to it. Uh, right. So that was your number three, correct? That was three. Uh, number three for me. I, uh, this is going long, but just for the record, I could do this all day. <laughs> this no. is all I exist for these well, days. I think we're all so happy exhausted. to sort of just think about these movies. This yeah. Is, yeah. And yeah, number yeah. three for me, uh, mostly because of the way it ends, is The Spy Who Loved Me. Okay. It ends God, I can't remember what with happened. a British flag parachute, with a Union Jack parachute, which, you know, if you can get a standing ovation from Prince Charles. Are we discussing this? Oh, wait Oh, my God. Well, we are, we are because <laughs> my third pick is The Spy Who Loved Me. I thought because we had a Roger Moore left, I was the last dumb dumb no. who had Well, we it. had it the same, same place. Look at us. We look, should do a podcast this together. One, is up here solely for that ending is one of the most incredible moments in a James Bond movie. But the rest of it is all the music does not. Well, I'll that. tell you what I like. Well, I like. Uh, there's a lot of it. Uh, yeah. That, what am good. I talking about? It's James Bond in a cabin. James Bond in a. Cabin. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's that's everything I need. That's your right. dream, right yeah. there. And that's with the ticker tape coming out of the Seiko, right? <laughs> that's right. It is. <laughs> oh god, it's good. And it's also I like I love the these. misdirect of like. Oh, Barbara Bach is the... Yeah, that's yeah. a great little twist there when you don't see yeah. it coming. Come on. She's the agent. I mean, look, there is... Even with License to Kill, you're getting no arguments at this point. Yeah. We, yeah. we are in prime cold open yeah. territory. And that's here. just an amazing stunt, as you say. <sighs> yeah. Just, and, and that's another shot that reminded me of you saying the camera pulling back. You yeah. really get a feel of like... And then they go to no sound, basically, except maybe a little wind. Yeah. And it's just that... Especially when you know that they fucked that up and they only had one camera on it and they intended to have like five oh. and do cutaways. That that one, somehow there was a miscommunication in filming. The cameras weren't rolling or yeah, something? something or? like that. Yeah, as usual, I've got these facts about 50% right. So that's what we're <laughs> here for. We're here to be lovers. Checking. We're here to be lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Not experts. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's the it's the, it's the quintessential of the Roger Moores. It's not necessarily our favorite of the Roger Moores, as we discussed in our Roger Moore rankings. But it is but our it favorite is, opening. Of I'll Roger say it's Moore's. the most formulaic of the Roger Moore movies. The most Joms, James James Bond, James. <laughs> the most James Bond uh, <laughs> ranking, James Bond formula. Of Hello, I'm James Bond. <laughs> I'm James Bond. What? Oh, you don't know what he would sound like. I don't know. There's oh, a gardener like? outside. Is the noise is wrong. Everything's gone to hell. Everything's fine. Everything's uh, fine. We're going to be okay. I'm surrounded by guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Left-handed guitars. Left-handed guitars. Uh, All right. Okay. So, but to, to the point, I think this is, you know, of the formula that is established with Goldfinger, uh, the spy who loved me is, is, is Roger Moore's Goldfinger. How do you feel about that statement? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And for that reason, maybe that's why, though I like both of those movies, I tend to like the other the, ones, yeah. a little more experimental yeah. ones, because the formula ones, by definition, you see a lot. Yeah, right. Um, the music in this does take it down for me. It's a bummer. This and For Your Eyes Only and Goldeneye. You know, it's and it's weird. not just because there's no John Barry. Yeah, it's just it, because they went out of. Uh, they went well, into popular yeah. music. They went Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really a, and it, now. Do not get me wrong. I love the Bee Gees. Right, and that's not camp. I really love the Bee Gees. No one ever say but, otherwise about Matt. But I don't want James Bond in my Bee Gees, and I don't want Bee Gees in my James Bond. You know what I'm saying, guys? But Here today but with me now. But you're okay with Beach Boys in your James Bond. Oh, 
You're okay. That's not worked into the score, and is it, though. Isn't it not even the Beach Boys? It's a cover. Well, yeah, it's a like it's like an got, instrumental. Uh, well, yeah, they did. They bought the rights to the publishing, but not the recording. Weird. Oh, because they so much, So they also skimped, skimped on, on it. it. <laughs> they were cheap. <laughs> Wait, that's how a much? lot cheaper. Uh, um, so they what, do you think it. they went to the Beach Boys and they're like, "Sorry, man, I'm a John Le Carre guy. I don't go Bond." <laughs> I, I, yeah, they probably could have. It could have and been what are you doing because in my it's bedroom? usually double the price if you yeah. want the master recording versus just the publishing. You're going right, to get yeah. a lot less, and then you just hire somebody to. Which is why it was yeah. crazy when Mad Men played Tomorrow Never Dies because they paid for the master. Paid for the master. Mad Men? What? Yeah. Fucking. You mean you only live twice? No, I'm talking about Mad Men plays for Tomorrow. Tomorrow Never Knows, God. Oh, the, oh, Beach the, Boys. The Beatles song. Beatles they, song. They use the master of Tomorrow Never Knows. Like, right. Draper, oh, Draper puts on Revolver, oh, and they play the fucking yes. whole song. I'm like, and I'm talking about this. Yeah, there's so many, there's so <laughs> yes. many Tomorrow Nevers. And, uh, but yeah. they did use You Only Live Twice in, that, in Mad Men as well. Do you remember? Uh, I don't. Is this another Gorley's got half the facts right? <laughs> Hold this on. sounds like a gloft to me. Uh, this is a a gloft. Gorley's lookout. Uh, did you this. ask what that means? Are <laughs> yes. you curious what that means? Yes. You said it was such. A con- <laughs> We've got a few more hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look this up. All right, he's looking. All right, up. this is uh, gloft is a uh, as 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 the observations of Matt Gorley can only do. It provides us with things you might miss, but Matt wants you to look out for. So it's a Gorley's lookout for this that is now a gloft. <laughs> It is a term that... Uh, That's a real was, time saver. It's a term he was shoehorning into our show, and it's now been mentioned every week since. For instance, in the, when the old lady fires on Bond and Goldfinger, she's the uh, ro- roadkeeper lady. <laughs> Her nostrils shoot out cold air exhaust at the same rate as the gun. Someone made a gif of it. I'm leaning down to my mic that I'm not holding. I know. I feel... Yeah. That's, that's his glove. That's, that's that was his first glove. Right. You only live twice is in Mad Men. Great, hmm. boy, that music budget. Yeah, they but, definitely had a large music budget. Talk about yeah. the, sure did. Talk about the music in Mad Men. I never watch Mad Men, and he writes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'll tell you this. Two. <laughs> Uh, Stern was just the Sternthology was just playing the Casey Kasem. Is Don on the phone? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Long distance up tempo number. Someone's fucking dog dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to know what happened to those pictures I was supposed to see. It's the last goddamn time. Okay. Okay. Your Casey Kasem is brilliant. It's beautiful. Thank, thank you, it's man. Very good. Thank you. Uh, and no, he writes. It's no uh, Ian Fleming, but... Well, nothing is. Hello! <laughs> Hiya! I'm just up here in the attic. That's a very good Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard James and I have dueling Cary Grants where his is just... I mean, it's laughably it's bad. Kind of bad. And mine is right on. We'll, we'll go. <laughs> you go first. first. Okay. Yeah. Right. And hello, Matt. I'm Cary Grant. No, you do it wrong. <laughs> I care, Grant. God. I, I, you got to get the thing that he say no R's. He doesn't say any R's. Is yeah, this, is this yeah, more like No, it? that's all right, but you got to get this. He say no R's. I care, Grant. I care, Grant. And if you don't look at him, it's like he's standing here in front of you. Uh, sir, so, you must get back to Forest Lawn. <laughs> <laughs> See? I even look like him. <laughs> I got dashing gray hair up my temples. <laughs> now, 
Kerry, I understand they wanted you to play James Bond. Is that right? That's right, but I wouldn't do two-picture deal. <laughs> you wouldn't do a two-picture deal? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I got one. Because they're in too much demand. Oh, Audrey Hepburn call. <laughs> That's right. She wanted you to do charade. Part two. And I, for some reason, I would do. Here's why it's not racist. Charade two. It's, it's Cary Grant. Because it's yeah, Cary Grant. He's not. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're some reason thinking that's an Asian stereotype. No, that's Cary Grant. That's Cary Grant. And, right. and spot on. So ah, Cary so. Grant. How did it go? Because we would do that's this a, where that's I was That's a classic having... Bristol accent that you have. <laughs> transatlantic. Bristol by birth, transatlantic by, uh, yeah, by That's growing right. up. Now, you were born Archibald Leach. That's right. I changed my name. <laughs> so you could be more you... marketable in Hollywood. Well, then I uh, live with, what's his sure? name, Randolph Scott, and we never do it. Have you sure you didn't change your name because you wouldn't be able to pronounce Archibald Leach? Let me try. Archibald Leach. <laughs> <laughs> Not racist. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. Uh, thank you for stopping by, Carrie. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, I hope Bristol people are not listening to this. No one is still listening so to this. Offended. This no, is our Octopussy Strong of 2017. That's right. All right. <laughs> Where are we? We have discussed The Spy Who Loved Me. We have discussed many James Bond films, but we have yet to discuss okay. three, oh, okay. if that's correct. Is that correct, Matt? Three? Yeah, yes. Right. Who who just said the spy loved me? I did. You did. Yeah. It's Gorley's turn. Gorley's turn. Okay. But he's he's a little busy. He's back on the phone. And it's understandable. I yeah. get it. I would be on the phone right now too because this podcast <laughs> is so boring. <laughs> I was texting Grace Kelly. <laughs> oh no, he's back. <laughs> oh, I never left. <laughs> oh. well, we should. I should justify the fact that. The way that really happened was I was trying to get James to teach me how to do Cary Grant. <laughs> and it just, like, my impressions exist in a narrow band. And if one, like, adheres too closely to the side, it flips over to another one. And for some reason, like, getting Cary Grant. Because he does, like, kind of glide over his arms. Yeah, so I can't this do type it. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, but it just sort of started it skewing over, boy, a bit this way. Now, right. I'm still Cary Grant a little bit, but then I go to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> now, this is him. This is you actually trying to do it. Well... Give me a word for him to say or a phrase. Um, let's see. Um, uh, what is that? Kilometer. Kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. James sent me a whole, he did a whole recording of Cary Grant doing the commands for Waze, for which Waze. you can do. And I was going to do H.R. Giger and Ian Fleming. We really need to sit down and yeah. ship these out. Me? You can yeah. do that? You, you can, can record your own. But what I can't figure out is if like, I was to send that out online, can people get it without getting my phone number yeah it just shows that well I, I sent you mine right yeah. so you just got a link that just when you sign into ways it just downloads that voice nothing else it doesn't give out your blood type or anything this is i cannot fathom why we haven't done this yes i know it's it's yeah. it's so it's so ripe yeah. with possibilities that matt has not done one is crazy it's, i was i was ready for a gear to come back at me like an hour after i, I sent know. you mine yeah oh my god it's been a hell how much no. actual recording do you need to do for that it is about 30 prompts yeah and they're generic you know it's like turn yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> good god i can't wait it's great all right matt yes it's time for your third best cold open from the James Bond. Wait, franchise. we did that. It's Spy Who Loved Me. You both had Spy Who Loved Me. That's why. That's why. We're, we're both so. Cool. You guys are in sync. We are now so in the cool. top five, though. 
Okay. These next are the the collective top five. Oh, okay. Our, so it's to me? Yeah. yeah. To okay. you for so number this five. Is, you're going to be mad, not because, well, because this isn't my number one, but it is number two. I chose Casino Royale. First time on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much blasphemy, but all right. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I no now look, I I mean we'll talk about it, but I could see why there are reasons to not put that number one or whatever, you know. Yeah. But we'll talk about it. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. I can't imagine we'll what those would be. I know. Uh number two. Goldfinger. That's three for Goldfinger. Okay. Goldfinger coming in at number five on the collective town ta- countdown. I Casey Queso. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, we have fun. We have a lot of fun. Where here. are we? So much of this is probably getting cut out. No. Oh, uh, you're going to cut uh, it out? Cut anything. All right. Send all your regrets to James yeah. Bladen. <laughs> Octopussy Strong. Um, what did, did we just do? I just did number two, two? which was gold Goldfinger. Finger. Oh, we haven't even talked about it. We haven't yeah. even talked about it. This is the first proper cold opening, unrelated, little yeah. mo- mini movie. Yeah. Right. It's great. It's, it's got, got everything. It's got ridiculous thing. It's, it's got, got intrigue. It's got action. It's got explosions. Head. It's yeah. got watches. It's got a Rolex Submariner that is just out of this world. It's <laughs> got. It's got a guy swimming in there. Who's this fella? Guy, What's guy, your name? This is a Frank of a guy that loves goldfish. <laughs> Did you say Frank? <laughs> Frank guy. <laughs> I'm Flank. Uh, I love Goldfink. And I don't have a speech impediment. It's literally spelled F W A N K. Flank. Flank, yeah. Whenever I talk about Goldfink, I just feel good. <laughs> so he comes in there in the water. He's got a little bird on his head. The bird's dead. You know it's not moving. He takes it off. He gets up. Tuxedo. <laughs> White tuxedo. White tuxedo is yeah. out of control. White tuxedo. Red carnation. Yeah. He's really dressed to the nines. That tuxedo is not even. Crumpled, crumpled. No, of course it's not. not crumpled course or not. crumpled. Oh. It's placed in there very neatly. Yeah, he has to specifically zip up the wetsuit a certain way. I'm so delirious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just heads over there. He sticks some sticky stuff on. <laughs> I know he's there's a sticky C4 on there. Yeah, this is good. And it uh, he puts a timer on there, and he walks into a bar <laughs> casually. Lights a cigarette. Lights a cigarette, and then boom. Yeah, that's your cold open. Then he goes home to his woman. He destroys Wait, the uh, the bathtub. Well, he destroys that's, a lot of heroin. Is that later, he destroys a lot of heroin. Yeah, and yeah. then he comes in heroin. and he's like, "I got a minute. I'm heroin. gonna go. I'm gonna go make it with this lady." <laughs> but this lady does not want to make it. She's with She's got reflective no. eyes. <laughs> she's got. <laughs> she's got Betty reflective eyes. <laughs> she's oh, got God. something else. Oh, I haven't showered in weeks. Reflective for a stunt man that has the bone structure to be painted Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> they give him such a copper tone tan. They really do. Yeah. And they, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts in that documentary where yeah. that, that stuntman is proudly talking about the fact that he had the bone structure yeah. <laughs> that they thought he could play a Mexican. Oh. <laughs> what is Mexican bone structure? I don't structure? know. I have oh bone structure to be Mexican. <laughs> that's him. Oh, yeah. take it easy. Hey, that was Racism. over the line. Whoa, Whoa buddy. Yeah. Uh, we have to cut that I'm out. Still this feeling out awful. The, the vibe here. Uh, I think after nine hours. Anyway, right. I think it's the number one. It's number one, but really number two. It's number two for you. Yeah. Okay. Wait. But not for me. Not for Frank. What was your oh, number? Frank. I'm Frank. I'm Frank. You're Frank. Frank. Right. It's number one for me. All right. Okay, we got Carrie, Frank, and okay. Kelly. Wait, but what okay. was your number? Who My went? two was Casino. Oh, right. Okay. That's weird. We haven't talked about that yet. And yours is Goldfinger. This is the David Niven Casino yes. Royale. My number two... <laughs> Well I'm, well, I'm talking about the uh, CBS 
Jimmy Bond. With Jimmy Bond. Yeah. yeah. My number two is You Only Live Twice. Very highly ranked. High on the list. I think this one, pound for pound, has got it all. First of all, the special effects still pretty much hold up. You get some outer, not outer space, but you get low you earth orbit. Yeah. Orbit. <laughs> low earth. I'm obit. sorry to say, I'm up in the <laughs> Challenger capsule, and I want to tell you Someone's that Margaret passed Thatcher away. passed away. <laughs> she was born in Bristol. With it. oh god, I can't even do comedy. That's right. I knew right her now. very well. We were um, neighbors together. It's got this great sequence plus a twist at the end. I remember renting this movie, watching yeah. it with my dad, and going. Is James Bond really dead? Like, mm. What happens here? Yeah. And going like, get me through these titles because I was on tenterhooks. It worked. <laughs> that one's got a twist. It's got spectacle. It's got drama. It's got mm. it all. It's got <gasps> sex. It's got a Murphy bit that goes backwards fast. <sighs> it's got a twist while James Bond is having a tryst. Yeah. Mm. T- twi- How would Cary Grant say that? He got a twist tist. He <laughs> got a twist twist. It's got a plot twist and a twat twist. <laughs> If you're still with what us, is your, please hashtag. Let me just ask. Oh yeah, go ahead. Pre-title strong. Pre-title oh. strong. I'm glad for these these hashtags because it's the only way I get Twitter <laughs> notifications. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I just. What would you guess over the last week? How many hours of sleep you've gotten? Well, how many hours sleep would I normally have over a week? Yeah, You'd let's say over seven, seven times seven times eight. eight Forty-eight. I was about that's fifty six. Sure, fifty six. So yeah. I'd probably, I'd say probably <laughs> twenty, twenty eight, like half of that. Twenty eight. Wow. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Still a full day of sleeping, so I don't expect this kind of laziness. Yeah, for I'm you. running on a few. <laughs> I want on fumes. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> for, but for the listeners, well, so we you only live twice. Okay. Well, here's the, here's what I do like about you only live twice. I, you know, it does it. It is again another bond bond death. Before, right. before the but credits But the first roll. one, right? Yes. If you don't count the fake Bond death in From Russia with Love. Right. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't count that one because no. his, fa- his mask is ripped it's off. It's pulled yeah. off before the yeah. two credits. Off so you're not like getting sequence. through these right. credits. Um, but I think You Only Live Twice is interesting. I mean, I like seeing the Gemini space capsule, which was the first two-man space capsule from the American space program. Uh, some of your famous Gemini pilots were also Apollo pilots. Yes, they were. I'm a Gemini. Uh, And so am I. (laughs) You know, yeah, your Jim Lovells, your Buzz Aldrins, your Gus Grissoms, they all all flew. Great names. They all flew the Gemini. Late great Gus Grissom. They had great sunglasses. Yeah, Yeah. they all had great sunglasses. Mm. Uh, Tune in next week for... Michael Collins. Our podcast, The Sunglass mm-hmm. Hut. Michael Collins is my favorite astronaut. Did you know that? Did Why? He really? Have you ever read his book, Carrying the Fire? No. You ever seen his movie? It's over... With Liam Neeson? Do you know he's in a movie and a cameo in the movie... God, is it Running with Scissors? No, it's some Michael... Michael Sarah's in a movie, Youth in Revolt. He is in Youth in Revolt. Michael Collins, the astronaut, as an old man, wow. plays a very quick cameo in Youth in Revolt. Wow. Wow. Uh, because I think the guy saw the document, the Ron Howard Moon documentary, where Michael go. Collins back is to interviewed. Ron Howard too. Oh my God, Ron we, Howard! Uh, was it from here to the moon, or when we got when we when we? Him? No, it's not when we left Earth. It's uh, that's it's a, a different one. 
It's a it's a single movie. It's not like a many parter, but Michael Collins. Willow. Oh, Willow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mike Collins is. Uh, you just get a sense of humor, and he's such a good guy. He's great. Uh, he's. It, I love that picture of like that he took from yeah. the from the uh, orbiter or yeah. whatever that was, and they say that he's the only human that's not in this picture. Yeah. That's mm, ever that's lived. Crazy. Oh yeah, that's pretty. You see cool. the Earth, and then you see the the lander down. There. Fucking mind blowing, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, You're those right. guns that those soldiers shoot Bond with in the Murphy bed. Yeah. Stormtrooper guns. That's really? this British Sterling gun that they threw a little little couple parts on, and that's what they use for the Stormtrooper guns. Wow. Stormtrooper guns. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we had hey. Al Guinness here. Al, gentlemen, how you doing, Al? It's very nice to be here. Um, how, are you excited about the fact that they might be doing a standalone movie for your character Obi Wan Kenobi? Absolutely, and I want you to know that I am Cary Grant. Oh Hold on, God. that man imposter. I again. <laughs> well, it's good. That I, my next question for you: How do you feel about the rise in popularity of your other great character, Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Here the thing. Here the thing. He got bad whap. <laughs> okay. Uh, you only live twice. That's number... Three. What? Three. What was number four? Wait, I just did two. Wait, no, the, no uh, of, of, our, the collective, oh. of the collective. Of the Hold collectives. On. So top five is... Let's start over. Gold. <laughs> the, last, the last two we have to talk about. All right. The la- that was number three. I'm sorry. Yes, but what was number four? Because it goes Goldfinger Spy. was five. No. Spy Who Loved Me, Goldfinger. What? Right? Because of what I, I had said. That was four? Spy Who Loved Me. Spy Who Loved Me. Here's the deal. We oh. both had Spy Who Loved Me at number three, you and I. Okay. Right? All right. Are you following? Yeah, okay. So Spy Who Loved Me. Okay. Is number Goldfinger. Five. Okay. Right? right? You Only Live Twice. We just talked about it. Okay, so because that's... Because you had high, ranked it so highly, it was that's ridiculous. Right. We have another ranked so highly it's ridiculous. I know. And then we have one final one to talk about. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You follow? You catching my drift here? But I'm just saying our collective top five so far is Spy Spy Who Loved Me, me, Goldfinger, You Only Live Twice. And uh, And then now we all all have to say our number ones. I don't know that we know what's happening. Well, yeah. I I think you do. It's gonna. It's fair to say number one and two are in a tie. Well, we're gonna find out who's the winner. It's between Casino Royale and Living Daylights. Yes, You're really. I know this I've, is so skewed. Like it, the Living Daylights is skewing so high. Here. I will be heard. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm not saying it's your fault. <laughs> it is my Look, fault. I've got it high too. I got it at number it, six. You're right. All right, I, I, and I'll say that if we all agreed, it would be less of a podcast. That's true. That's true. Especially if we were being monitored. And it's That's the, very it, true. <laughs> it proves it proves that there's something for everyone in Bond. That's right. And that nobody's ultimately going to have the same list. Like if you found someone that ranked the 24 films the same as you, how boring would life be? You'd never want to speak to that person. It'd be so boring. But you should check in with everybody you meet to see where they. I stand. mean, we only yeah. ranked two the same. In this, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, it is. It's hard to to quantify these or qualify them, whichever one you choose. It's uh, hard to to really say one is coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Coincidence. <laughs> it's tough. This one was tough, but all right. So okay, so we're on so, to my number one. Is it, that right? No, we got to do Matt Matt's Gurley's number, number two. One. No, Matt's number two. No, my his number two was "You Only Live Twice." Yeah, we're all on oh, we're number on, one. We're on one yeah. now. Oh, it's and me. we start with James. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm glad about because then we'll we'll save your. 
the number one that should be number one for the number one. But my number but wait, one. Wait, before you say really quickly. Sorry, never mind. I apologize. <laughs> okay, it's working. Our system has worked again. Yeah, it always In feels like itself. it always feels like about two thirds through that it's it gonna, is broken. It's going to shatter, and we yeah. are not no, remembering it things. It's and, a perfect it system. I can't the, believe I invented something math related. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't believe I said seven times eight is forty-eight. I but did not question it. Yeah. I didn't even question it for a second. Right. Oh, we're a tired bunch. Yeah. Okay. Number one, coming in at the number one spot. Casey Kasem. Coming in <laughs> at number one, it's The Living Daylights. All right. That's number. Okay. Th- that's three now for Living Daylights. Oh, by the way, the only one of us who's not super tired is the only father. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is insane. But I've got old enough kids to where, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I'm past that. Okay. Living Daylights. I'm with you. I think this is a rock solid opening scene. It occurs on a rock. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. it really yeah. is. Yeah. Nice tying so that sure, together. It could be rock solid. That opening, not opening shot, but that first shot of them jumping out of the plane, like just the way they spread from yeah. each other. Oh. oh, it's it's really. Yeah. I chose this because look, we're going to talk about Casino Royale in a second, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I I chose this because I remember seeing. I saw this in the theater, obviously, and it was a new Bond. And there's just something about it. I love the that it's on Gibraltar. It's a real place yeah. with real monkeys. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Parachuting in. I'm not going to go through all of it. But the can. carabiner, another carabiner yeah. playing. Uh, I like that the, the assassin guy doesn't really speak, but he has like this character. Like he's just like the way he tosses yeah. that carabiner down yeah. the line. Yeah. It's nice. And then the, the last stunt, I think, is fantastic. The, the introduction of, of Timothy Dalton, he turns around. You don't see him until that. Yeah. We t- turn around, we get kind of a glamour shot there, and then that stunt of the of the jeep going, going into over. the thing and then landing on the on the, the boat with the pretty girl. I think it's uh, that's got all the elements. Frankly, I think, I think next to Connery's reveal as Bond, this is the second best reveal. Wow! Of James Bond. Wow! Because they keep him, they keep him in the shadows. They keep him. They don't see his face, and yeah. then you. You see him in a push zoom kind of thing, and he turns around and he looks gorgeous. Yeah, and he doesn't. He doesn't say who he is at that point. It's just that you can tell by the shot that that's our guy. Yeah, because yeah. also the other two have died. You have to hope that you <laughs> haven't true. come to the wrong movie. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I mean the training sequence for me, I just don't buy it. I don't buy that these double O's need training. Logic. What? You had to use yeah, your last four. You're on four. four. Wait a second. <laughs> you don't buy that they need training. They got to keep. Maybe, I mean, maybe the other guys really need I feel training. like they're not training. If they're training to collectively, they're not doing it on the Rock of Gibraltar. But I feel Why like not? they're That's also perfect... not just training themselves. They're, they're doing it on testing, the island of man. They're testing the security of Rock of Gibraltar, so they're sending their best men in. Mm. Does that knock it up a point for you? I'll take it up one point. Appreciate that. <laughs> they're testing it for future use as like, this could be a real world scenario? Well, I feel like the training is more for the troops on the ground. That's why they're sending in three top double O's exactly. to see if they can breach To see it. if they can breach the security. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, it just went up another point. That's two points from, Matt, from Matt's argument. You got yeah. a strong John Barry score with a little bit of synth mixed in there. Mm-hmm. You got... Not a distracting amount of synth. No. Also, the uniforms they're wearing, those jumpsuits look so cool. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you one. Yeah. Okay. I'd like that. <laughs> Um, it's the yeah, it's the pulling the parachute that pulls him out of the back of the the car. It's, yeah, that's that's nice. Ends with a good little light moment. 
And then what does he say? It's something like, I'll, I'll have to call you back. I'll or, call you back. Oh, yes, the yeah. large phone. Yeah. I had one of those cordless phones, and the antenna would always bend. You needn't? What? Was that the brand? You oh, needin'? was it? Oh, I thought you were like, you eatin'? You needn't a phone? <laughs> yeah, I needn't a phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on. There's more to talk about this. this. Yeah. M's office is in the plane. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This yeah. Oh, what this number just, did you have it at? jumping here. 15. Oh, that's got to be at least like 18 for you now, right? I mean, sorry, 12. It's going up. It's going up. It's going up. It's passing. Wait, hang on. Whoever's going to you know what I'm going to do? Take our original I'm ranking. Flip flop. I'm flip flopping. Oh. License to Kill and Living Daylights. It's now at number eleven for me. I'll, I'll leave you that are tabulating these things to handle that however you want. Yeah, no, I you go with our original ranking. Go with our original sure. rankings because okay. I also bumped Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, and it's fine. Something else up, but just go with what we went with. <sighs> Let's see the the Jeep is awesome looking. Right, it's on fire. It's got the pink smoke coming out of it, or for is there... some reason it does? Yeah. Oh, that's because is that his? It's, um, it's his. Uh, it's his, it's his, his parachute trail. Trails. Yeah. yeah. And there was pink paintball splatters. Hang on, I'm going to drop it down now. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Oh, I remember what he says. He says, better make that two. Or is that what he says? For what? What am I thinking of? Like the line he says to the woman. Oh, yeah, I'll be back in an hour. Better make that two. Better make that two. They always say that this movie, especially in Dalton's character, doesn't get involved in promiscuous sex. But obviously he's going for a little bit of luxury barge bow down. (laughs) (laughs) She's just out there by herself. Oh, Margo. So boring. So boring out here. Margo. Nothing ever happened. And then... And, and, that's, and, and, and that's the first we meet Margo. The fat He's, guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. The James Bond perennial <laughs> on the over-the-phone character. Um, Which it is, I mean, it is... But imagine if this was Pierce Brosnan. You're saying it would be better if it was Pierce? No. Yes. He would have cheapened it. <laughs> He would have There's no way he couldn't. This, this, attitude this one is quintessentially you have towards Dalton's. him is crazy. Mm, I don't know. What, what's crazy? This attitude that he has towards uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce? I think that, well, Timothy was right, coming right after Roger. So I think he, he was bringing back a little sense of not as campy. Do you right? think they would, have gone, do you think they would have gone as dark? With or Brosnan? would they have realized what they had no. and, and done it? No, because I feel... Didn't even Dalton have some input on that? Like, he, he really wanted to approach that character that way, so they did, I think, kind of tailor it more towards him. I mm. bet with Brosnan, they would have stayed in that Roger Moore. Yes. Makes you wonder, though, what you would have gotten. I can pretty much imagine. Yeah, Because it came two oh, films boy. later. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Coincidence, guys. Coincidence. Coincidence. Farewell, fair Spanish ladies. <laughs> Farewell and adieu, dear ladies of Spain. There were sharks all in the water. <laughs> you I, got city hands. You were on the Indianapolis? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> got like doll eyes. I can't do it like you. Like a dog. Number like one dog. with a bullet. Wait, so it's, it's Matt, right? Yeah. Matt Myra. Uh, Casano. You have it as number one? Yeah. No, you know what? No matter what our differences are, we always come. We back always to this. come together on Casino Royale. Mm. It is our number one Bond film, and also I 
I was trying to find reasons to not put this number one. I agree. Cold open I agree. Because I was like, it almost isn't fair. Cause I was it's like, oh, it's black and easy white. I mean, it's yeah. like, uh, whatever, yeah. But it's like, it doesn't follow the formula in yep. any way. And I thought I should probably pick something more quintessential. But I couldn't get past it. Well, it's quintessential. Part of, like, part of why I ranked Dr. No so high was because it wasn't the first. Yeah. And part of why I ranked this one so high is it's because it's the first sort of instance of James Bond. That's you right. know what I mean? It's his mm. it's his pre double O moments yeah. leading up to It's got cutaways, time deal. jump. It's oh, all love the it. edits. The bathroom fight is brutal. Uh beautifully shot. This Martin Campbell guy. Don't know how he messed up Green Lantern so hard. Mm. But goddamn. I really love this cold open. It's so I love it. I love that it's in black and white. I love the Columbia logos in black and white. Right. I wanted to go back and watch those deleted scenes we talked about last week with the cricket match because he's following that guy he kills in the bathroom throughout yeah. the outdoor like bleachers of a cricket match. Wait, I just think I... Wait, am I thinking of the wrong movie? This is the one with the crane, right? No, that's after yeah, but the that's title. After the it's after the title. This is the black and white. He's in... Right. He's in uh, what's oh my name? God, I can't believe it. Dry- Dryden's office. Yeah. Right. But it's flashing back to the bathroom. Oh, does that change it for you? No. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm putting it further down. I mean, it okay. should be higher up if he was including the parkour chase. Oh, I it know. should be even then higher. Really I was to... thinking it was the parkour chase. I forgot about the black and white sequence. It should have been even higher if you yeah. had the parkour chase. No, I'd chase go lower. It should no. have been number 99. <laughs> In some ways, the parkour chase is the opening sequence because this is almost like prologue to that. Yeah, but I mean, way. we're calling it for what it is. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, still, it's the tasty, cold, open. cold open. It's still number one. I just think that they hit everything out of the park with this movie. They they really did. Yeah. You know, it's your first bit of casting where, uh, not really your first bit, but like, you know, a lot of concern from fans over this guy not having dark hair. <laughs> I mean, that was really it, right? It really was. Last one had dark hair. Look where that guy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to really smooth things over when he finally joins us on the podcast. If he were to come on the podcast, I will be... Such a two-faced son of a bitch, and <laughs> act like none of this ever happened. By the way, he, by all accounts, is the sweetest guy, right? I've he heard seems nothing like a, but nothing great but good. He is every, so an angel. I am mostly saint. joking when I'm doing every all Pierce this. Brosnan like encounter you hear about in public, or I've heard about, is just like, oh, that is above and beyond being a nice guy. Yeah. That's Have you like seen the ridiculous. trailer for his new film, It? No. It's basically like a guy is That's invaded the by one? his. Sec- he's invaded by his home security guy to get to his daughter or something but it's like they wrote this up on birth movies death where it's really just a movie about old people fearing technology and not knowing how to make things work (laughs) you gotta check out i want to see the new i want to see the one he does with jackie chan i want to see that movie they released a clip of that but you were talking about daniel craig and 007 just put up an instagram post 007.com of a shot from Daniel Craig's screen test where they're doing the from Rush with love scene like they always do. And he's got no shirt on and he's got his longer blonde hair before they cut it. And he's holding a gun. It's really cool looking. Oh, maybe they'll release that on a, on a digital versatile. They disc. should release all, all actors screen tests. Cause since Connery, they've all had to do that scene. That would be amazing to see all their different versions. Yeah. Of it. Ranking the screen tests. Yeah. Ooh, tune in for that. Eventually. Yeah, we're right. really low on yeah. ideas <laughs> um but i mean this like you know it's the first time he opens his mouth and and, and, the, and the fight scene alone i just think you're like oh god okay this might be something really great especially because you're coming off of the shit of die another day which is somehow becoming matt gorley's favorite pierce brosnan movie 
slowly mm-hmm. but surely it's, it's second if not first it's climbing up there for i will you. i watch it more than golden i just it's because crazy. it's so stupid it's so stupid <laughs> it's so fucking stupid i'm looking forward to that watch that one we should do for a live show yeah that dying of the day what yeah. a pile of yeah anyway so coming off of that and getting this this gritty serious black and white bond you're just like oh that my also god ends with the gun barrel sequence yes it's brilliant mm. and then right into those blaring horns of what i think is a solid theme song right. i know you don't not a favorite of mine but, yeah, but certainly when, when we have chris cornell on this podcast you're gonna feel real stupid well he'll come on with carrie grant they'll ride over together from the cemetery <laughs> spool man <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. It's not a very long cold open, as we've discussed, but it is it, uh, impactful. That's and for that's sure. why it's ranked so highly for me. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Wow. I can't believe we did it. At only two hours and 50 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. We oh. did an hour 45, and then this is an hour and five. Oh, we can wow. almost beat the octopusy record if we just stretch we this out just, a little bit longer. Yeah. I think there's more bathroom no breaks. real reason to do that. No. It's time to wrap this up. I've never been hungrier. I am too. I'm starving. <laughs> All right. Uh, follow uh, James on Twitter and tweet at him that you've made it through this podcast. James, what is your Twitter please, handle? Please do that because it's the only, as I said, it's really the only way I get notifications. <laughs> I think I don't even. I, I wish I could tell you my handle. I think it's just James at James Bladen. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah I think it, it is at James Bladen. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, we'll be back with. Tomorrow, Tomorrow never, never dies. dies. Oh, I'm getting it over with. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra. James Bonding will return. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.